Eleven and three. Can't buy a win. If only. And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 104 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the table for me is Ben, wearing his Steelers gear and his Buffalo gear. We are a show about NFL football, whiskey, and beer reviews, where you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert, just like me and Ben. Yes, exactly. Give it up for the Buffalo Bulls. I, I still think it's pretty generous about yeah. calling us experts. Yeah, well, I mean, I listened to around the NFL. <laughs> yeah, okay, they they called the Jets Rams game without even mentioning <laughs> Makai Beckham. So you know, I think that we are experts. Uh, but, expert enough. Yeah, we've been doing 104 episodes. Yes, We're experts. Absolutely. Give it up for the Buffalo Bulls winning their bowl game yesterday, notwithstanding losing the conference championship in the MAC, but. Beating up on the Marshalls, on the Marshall team yesterday. Team? Yeah, yeah, beating up Marshall in the Centelia Bowl or whatever uh, it was, winning in the last uh, it's, last it's possession. Weird. It's weird this year, yeah. though. I mean, like, Six, they, uh, they're six and one. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, wow, that's all right. the end of the season. <laughs> a little truncated, yeah, just a little, a little bit. Yeah, people were mad, I guess, because Notre Dame made it into the playoff. They only had six games, but, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, haven't, I don't pay much attention to, uh, to college football, though. Do you, Ben? Uh, not so much this year, yeah. but I always pay attention to my my alma mater because uh-huh. it's it's pathetic that they have such a great football team in Buffalo, but they can't, and they have, you know, a, a college with 40,000 students, and they can't put together, actually, the entire state of New York can't put together a decent football team yeah, well, with, I mean, the, you know, third highest population in the country. They can't put together a single Division One A football team that could compete for anything. Well, they can't compete in basketball. They can't hey, compete in football. Syracuse, the Cuse. <laughs> the only good team in uh, in in New York, in all of New York, is the Yankees. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's pretty much it. I don't, there's no other team in New York that that can compete for any sort of championship right now. Yeah, the Knicks too bad. Actually, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Nets that's actually true. look pretty good this year. So maybe the Nets they can give uh, New Yorkers some hope. Yeah, that just one bring of the teams. A- Bring a championship home that isn't the New York Yankees. Some success. All right, Friday. How was your week this week? Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was a good week. I mean, I worked four days. You know, we had uh, Christmas uh, yesterday. It didn't feel like Christmas at all. Um, actually, this this whole entire year has been a shit show, and it does not feel like Christmas. But you know, it was not. It's nice having a three day weekend. Though. What about you, Ben? Yeah, exactly. Feel the same way. Christmas was not. What it normally is, but we have a podcast sandwiched in between Christmas and New Year's, oh, so yeah. we're happy to do that. Can't wait for New Year's. Uh, we'll have a nice New Year's celebration. We'll bring you the uh, hungover episode <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, we're we're going to have to uh, recharge our batteries pretty quickly, yeah. Ben, because we're going to be drinking uh, our, stash, our stash of uh, bourbons and, and uh, rice and scotches. On Thursday, and then we're gonna have to have a quick turnaround and do this again on Saturday. So that's that's gonna be a little difficult, maybe a little painful too. Exactly, but hopefully we'll be celebrating a Steeler win and an Eagle Let's, win, as well as a, a Washington, Washington loss. loss and a Dallas loss in there uh, with the Seahawks playing. I oh Seahawks playing the Rams this mm, week, and the Rams disappointed mightily. Yes, but they excited <laughs> uh, anyone that knows anything about football and the draft. The Jets fit, you know, the wind did not destroy the team, but we'll talk about that uh-huh. uh, later on. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am continuing to drink the Whipsaw Rye Whiskey with a little bit of Coke and a little bit of Club 
soda. What about Ooh, you? I like it. I am continuing to drink the Gray Whale Gin. This is a beautiful gin in a beautiful bottle that Frane picked up for me, I think, two or three weeks ago. This is a gin from California, of all mm-hmm. places. Uh, but they have botanicals and spices from all over the state of California. This is an amazing gin. Highly recommend it. Not a sponsorship, but a very, very nice gin. Local and sourced in California. A very nice gin. You know, gin. it's funny. Facebook, whenever I'm just scrolling through you know, Facebook, um, I get advertisements for the Gray Whale now. So I think they're listening to us, Ben. Yes, they I must think be. They are, because I, I, I definitely do see that now, you know, appearing on my thread, which oh, is kind of scary. Mark Zuckerberg, you're at it again. <laughs> yeah. Before you know, I'm going to get a whipsaw advertisement next time I log in. <laughs> if you say it loud enough, <laughs> they'll hear it and uh, you'll, you'll get an advertisement. For oh, sure. my goodness. Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight on episode 104? Uh, tonight, Ben, on the big bo- the retired big board, uh, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have our new uh, shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have our NFL week 15 recap and week 16 pick along with your betting line, Ben. We also have our shot of the week, which is for New Year's. I mean, New Year's is just around the corner and our next um, podcast will be after the New Year's. So that is in honor of 2021. And we also have our beverage of the week, which is a Japanese whiskey. I think it might be our second. Might be the third. third. Maybe, maybe our third Japanese whiskeys. We haven't had too many Japanese whiskeys on the show. We're not huge fans of... Japanese whiskeys. But little this sharp, one, little light. This one is a peated Japanese whiskey, so we are definitely excited to try that. This is the Moncho uh, peated pure malt whiskey. Yeah, everybody's jumping on the Isla train. <laughs> and we also, and Ben, thank you so very much for your for your Christmas gift. Um, it was the Glenlivet Nadura. Yes, I'm and hoping that that's really good. We did try a little bit of it before the podcast. It is 61% alcohol. And it does definitely burn your throat on the way down. I mean, it, it has a nice kick to it, but it has that nice pea smokiness to it. It's not something I would drink all night. If you want a nightcap, pour a little bit of that in a, in a, in a glass, in a Glencairn glass, and enjoy that. All you need is one glass, and yeah, you'll probably. be fine. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to try this, uh, this Japanese whiskey. We also have our beer of the week, which is... Not on the table at the moment. And Ben, I'm sure you can pull up the name because I completely forgot. It is from Scotland. Obviously, we've tried Scotch yeah, from Scotland. Yeah, it's the Bellhaven Scottish Ale from Edinburgh. Yes, Edinburgh. Uh, so, there you go. <laughs> so, That's why Franny does the introduction. So I, I'm, I'm sure that it's probably going to taste like crap, just like everything else from the island over there uh, that we've tried on the show so far. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm still excited to try it, but I'm sure I won't enjoy it. And, uh, and also we have the housekeeping to finish up tonight. Thank you, Franny. And also thank you. Franny actually picked me up, uh, as part of my Christmas gift, another bottle of the Port Charlotte heavily peated Isla Scotch from Scotland. Oh, that is probably my all time favorite Isla Scotch. It is beautiful. And I can't wait mm-hmm. to tap into that one on New Year's Eve. Oh, Fr- and, and the nice wall art you got me, Ben. Oh, that, that is true. Yeah, that, that is that, true. That, that, that was really nice. It was uh, it was an image of all the distilleries across Scotland, Scotland. and it had a breakdown. I mean, it's 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 really beautiful map and and the way it's laid out. It's great, Ben. It's definitely going up on the wall. All right, thank you so much. Uh, what's first about a big board? Friday? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. All right, first up on the NFL news, we got to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. The Steelers. Are they finished? Is it time? I called it to reboot. I called it before this the first team. Loss. 
<laughs> what do you think, Franny? Is it time to do a reboot on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is there time to fix this problem? You know, I, I think. What is the problem, and can it be fixed? You know, Bud, Bud Dupree is injured, right? I mean, Devin Bush is out, uh, but Dupree is also out. Correct? Yep, they're both yeah, out for so, the season. So they're, they're both out. I mean, you know, the defense has taken some hits with injuries, uh, and those are big injuries. I mean, those are big name players who have um, done so much for uh, for the Steelers this season. Um, I, I mean, I think I think the Steelers need a running game. They need a running game. They haven't had a running game for the past, what, two, three years now. Not a Their significant defense, one. You can have these people come back on defense next season, and I'm sure they'll be fine on defense. But their offense hope. their offense has been struggling Pathetic. mightily. I mean, it, it, I mean it, for what? For the last three or four weeks, five three weeks? Three weeks in a row, 20 points or less. Yeah, and, and, and they just can't move the ball down the field for some reason like they were earlier on in the season. Uh, but, you know, you definitely need a running game. You need a backup quarterback. You had a chance to pick up a, a backup, some sort of backup these past two drafts. You didn't do it. Ben's ego. Hertz was there. Hertz, you could have picked up Hertz. You didn't. We see what he's doing with Philadelphia right now. I'm not saying he's the answer, but he's better than what you have right now. Um, are they finished? There's a lot of good teams in the AFC, Ben. I don't want to... I, I, <laughs> We could have a team eleven and zero miss the playoffs, or eleven and five, the, eleven not, and five. Not, well, not miss the playoffs, but I we could. could. I, the, we could have an eighth team this year at eleven and five. Really? It, yeah. Well, if, if the Dolphins went out, if the Dolphins went out after winning tonight, well, maybe it's a possibility. That was an exciting game, though. It's a possibility. I would hate to see them miss the playoffs. Oh no, they'll make the playoffs. They're, they're locked in, but we could actually but in I could the AFC see them have that making a pretty quick exit, especially with the way things have gone the last few weeks. Yeah, and to Franny's credit, he was predicting this way, way many, many weeks ago uh, when he was watching the Steelers and their problems on the offensive side of the ball. The games that they won early in the season and midway through the season, they were winning by three points. They were winning, you know, close games, and they completely imploded. Uh, the linebackers right now. I mean, they fell know, off a cliff. Yeah, Dupree's out, Bush is out, uh, Marcus Allen is out. We've had Vince Williams been, has been out, uh, but two of those guys are out for the season. In this past game against Cincinnati, big, big, performance. big Ben had one completion that ended up being a touchdown, but one completion passed 10 yards down the field. If you look at the pass chart, it is a pathetic pass chart. Every single attempt 10 yards or further down the field was incomplete. Very inaccurate. I mean, we just we have these stale route combinations and it's nothing but shotgun pistol and very little play action, very little RPO. Uh, you know, the the, need a run game. the offense that is run by Rye or by um by Feekner. Uh can't even remember his first name. I don't know why yeah. I can't remember his first name right now. Uh not but worth it, remembering right but now. But it's uh, Randy Feekner. Uh, you know, it, it's his complex spread style offense, and I just think it's not working well, it's not very for the Pittsburgh Steelers at all. I mean, it's it's this this you have young receivers. This is not the Steelers' identity. No, I mean, and I mean, one of the things that I that I was you know interested in doing the research on this. I mean, I don't know why defense they, ground and pound. Yeah, I mean that is what they're supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. You know, why aren't they running like an Earnhardt Perkins type Earnhardt Perkins type offensive system like Bill Belichick has run in New England for so long? Uh, one of the one of the the knocks or one of the 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 compliments that Bill Belichick get, gets is how quickly he's able to adjust week to week, change up his game plan based on the opponent that he's facing. You know, you have a lot of, you know, def the defensive game plans are always amazing uh, with Bill Belichick. But it's not that their offense is complex. It's that their offense is simple, which makes it easy to make changes week to week. The Steelers have this amazingly complex spread type offense. You have receivers that are young. They're not learning the offense. They can't change it like right yeah, now when they need to change it. logos and shit. Oh, juju. <laughs> juju. Not anymore. Juju. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not after that big hit. 
But you can't change when you have such a complex combination of spread versus, you know, spread West Coast offense combination. How are you supposed to change something that complicated, you know, in the short and near term, like they're asking them to change it now? They just can't. Uh, you'd see, you know, the routes are not the timing on the routes is not crisp at all. And I just think that the offense this year, especially the pass offense, has been far far, far too complicated, more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Randy Finkner just trying to prove that he's the smartest guy in the room, and it's not working. Uh, you know, the Juju issue, I don't know why the Steelers always seem to have these knuckleheads on the team. You got Juju doing it now. You had Joey Porter in the past. You had Antonio Brown Antonio Brown in the past. Uh, you know, Heinz Ward used to, you know, get overly involved in some histrionics. Yeah, down, but I mean, he was a different But he, but he, he played hard and was yeah. a little bit more mature. Uh, you know, Sean Surratt, the offensive line. Le'Veon Bell issues. Oh uh, yeah, Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. I mean, I don't want how we end up with these these. I mean, yeah, I know Juju's. And they're all great players too. I mean, all these, well, all these Juju names. Is... I mean, Juju. I mean, come on, he he's, 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 he's stunk he's it got, up since AB left. He's got talent. He's got five six hundred yards, handful of touchdowns. I'm sure he'll find a new team. I don't think he's going to be with the Steelers next season, but you know, he'll find a new team. But you know, in the off season, Sean Surratt, the offensive line coordinator. I mean, we let well, we had to let Mike Munchak go back to Denver where his family is, but we need a better offensive. Line coach four games in a row under twenty points, and the last team to start eleven and zero and then lose three straight games was the nineteen sixty nine Rams. Remember them? And that was a fourteen game season. So we could be the first team to lose four after go eleven and zero and lose four games, mm-hmm. which has never happened before. If we lose to the Colts, would you be proud to make that this- kind of history, Ben? <laughs> I mean, it's just you will always be remembered for the team that started eleven and zero and missed the playoffs. I, I just don't know how the Steelers turned from what they used to be, yep. from what they used to be, even under you know past defensive coordinators, into this extraordinarily complex, outsmart you on offense in the passing game team. I just don't know how you know getting away from the running game. Well, there's you no know, running game. We should I mean, have, there's no running back. We should have simplified Benny route Snell combinations. Well, except Benny Snell played well. You know, off the podcast, we talked a little bit about it. He played. I mean, but, yeah, they got they started they started the game not running the ball. Then they started running the ball in the second quarter, and then they scored a touchdown in the, at the beginning of the third quarter. And they just stopped running mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah, I mean, the entire season. But he ran great. it pretty well in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. but I, you know, you just you need a solid running game. You know, in Pittsburgh, and and you haven't had that for what three, four, five years now. I mean, ever since Le'Veon left, I mean, it's it's really yeah. there has been no running game whatsoever, and you need that, especially in the winter, especially in the AFC where all the stadiums are you know wide open except Indianapolis. You you need that, and I think and I think Le'Veon Bell's lack of production both in Kansas City and New York shows how scheme how the offensive scheme has changed under Randy Figner. The the inability of any running back to get anything going. Under Fichtner, I think is a is a it's a it's you know it's a commentary on the scheme because Le'Veon Bell was absolute average to bad mm-hmm. uh, with the Jets and he's been pretty average with the with the Kansas City Chiefs even the, the last game he had a couple nice runs but he's been pretty average in the attempts and the carries that he's had so I think it just I speaks think, to I the mean, fact if, that that scheme in New York on offense has changed and become far more complex and it doesn't need to be so complex yeah. well, even if he was still on the Steelers I mean the Steelers. Uh, you know their offensive line doesn't make any doesn't create any sort of space for the running back. I mean, you know, Benny Snell is not the greatest running back. You know, Carson. I wonder what's his face. Um, uh, the other running back there for uh, for the Steelers who's injured. Oh, Connor. Connor. Yeah, I was saying Carson. James Connor. Connor. I mean, he's always injured, but I mean, yeah, he, he just, won't be back next year. You, you need. Yeah, he won't be back. I mean, I, I feel for the guy, but uh, I mean, there, there's there's no space being created. I mean, they can block pretty well for Ben Roethlisberger, but they can't create space. They can't create running lanes for the running backs. Yeah, and I just I think it's a lot. I mean, the offensive line is older. For sure, Villanueva did not have a good game 
uh, on Sunday against, or was it Sunday night against, or Monday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. But I think it has as much to do with the scheme that they've run and they've, and they've essentially wed themselves to. They can't change it now. And I just think they need to move back to something that's more simple, that's easier for the wide receivers and the offensive line to understand, that's easier to adjust so that they can move the ball down the field like a football team, not like someone who's trying to reinvent Joe Wal- or uh, <laughs> Bill Walsh out there like Randy Feekner <laughs> appears to be doing. And, you know, Mike Tomlin did say that the coordinators will be held accountable in the offseason. I'm not sure what that means other than that Feekner may be on his way out. But, but Franny, in your honest, you know, your honest soul, mm-hmm. your heart, mm-hmm. do you think the Steelers can turn this around this year have, and at least maybe win a playoff game? I, I don't think so. I mean, with the AFC as strong as it is and all the teams playing well at the end of the season, I mean, you got the Colts coming up this weekend. That is going to be a pretty tough game. And I would, we're going to make our predictions later. Um, but, you know, I see like the Colts have a pretty good chance to win that one. You got the Browns the following week after that. And the Browns have really picked up, you know, their play. Uh, well, pretty much the entire season, not just at the end of the season. Uh, and then, you know, who do you get in the playoffs? I mean, who, who would be the first team that you face? I think every single team would be stiff competition right now yep. for the Steelers. It is, I mean, even even though they beat, you know, Tennessee earlier in the season, I'm not sure if they can beat Tennessee Close game. right now. You and know, Baltimore, close if, game. You know, Baltimore too. I mean, you know, if they have to play Baltimore, I... I don't know if they can beat Baltimore again. I mean, it's hard it, to beat any is, team three times in a row. This is a collapse of epic proportions. I mean, eleven and zero to potentially eleven and four after tomorrow. Yep. I mean, that is about as collapsing as a collapse can get. <laughs> this is this is knocking down the mistake by the lake with dynamite. This is this is a pretty big collapse. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. But I I think they got themselves in over dynamite. their head. <laughs> I know might. I think they got themselves in over their head with this offense. It's too complex. And they can't dig their, themselves out of this ditch because the adjustments that they would need to make are too significant. Mm-hmm. But let's hope Big Ben... And they're not really making any adjustments. So it's the same game plan. Thomas said he's not going to make any adjustments. Well, <laughs> we see how that's been playing out the last yeah, few weeks. exactly. I mean, when the Bengals game started, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it was pass, pass, you pass, punt. Money. Pass, 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 punt. Yeah, I bet on the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you saw Juju dancing yeah. on the Bengals logo yeah. at midfield, I, I like, put you know the what? bet in. I was like, there's no way they're winning he's this game by 14 points. In his hand. It, was, it was a nice TikTok dance that he did, but you know what? That doesn't win football games. Yeah, I mean, it's but he got blown I mean, 14 up. points. The Steelers yeah. can't score 14 points, <laughs> let alone win a game by 14 points. Uh, but at least Vegas finally caught up to him. I think the, the Colts are a two-point favorite in this upcoming game, which is probably still giving the Steelers too much credit. Yeah. All right, Franny, are you ready to, to move on to some Eagles news? <laughs> Let's move on, Ben. <laughs> All right. Carson Wentz. I won't be your backup, baby. <laughs> the crumbling Carson Wentz situation in Philadelphia received another jolt on Sunday morning when reports emerged that Wentz wanting to move on if Jalen Hurts remains the starting quarterback. Wentz, who is due more than $100 million over the next four years, put together easily the worst season of his... Did you put your pinky by your, by your <laughs> one mouth? $1 million. <laughs> he did. Uh, before you bench for Hurts in the third quarter of the Week 13 loss to the Packers. Whether he'll start again for the Eagles is unclear. A fact is incredibly incredible considering where Wentz stood four months ago. But a former Wentz teammate said the blame for the apparent deteriorating situation could start with Wentz himself. Chris Long tweeted, Sure. There have been failures around him, but Carson Carson's objectively bad play this year backed him into a corner. W- wanting to get out of the corner is pretty normal, though. Not sure what the big deal is. Uh, love me some Chris Long. I uh, won a Super Bowl with the Eagles when Wentz watched backup Nick Foles lead to birds lead the birds to a title. Weighed in on the sports report Sunday. 
He kind of hedged his takes, but it's also hard to disagree with anything Long said there. There is blame to be shared within the organization from drafting Hurts to building a mediocre and aging core of skill positions, players around Wentz heading into the season. Uh, but there's also some speculation that watching Foles win that Super Bowl when Wentz was the starter and the heir apparent is he's never been able to get over that for some emotional or psychological uh, reason. But Franny, what say you about Wentz saying? I think it's I'm between, taking. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, doing it, it, his best Cartman impersonation uh, here. I don't know. I'm not Screw sure. Guys. I'm going home. I'm not sure what it is with Wentz. I, you know, I, I, I mean, he has the talent. We've seen him play well in this league, but I, th- I think there's just something going on between the years. I mean, he just can't get maybe beyond that Super Bowl. Or, I mean, maybe he can't get beyond the the Philadelphia media, which is probably the worst in the country. It's up there. Well, it's up there with New York. I mean, yeah. New York and Philadelphia, they're both pretty bad. I mean, obviously, I mean, he says he doesn't listen to all the noise and everything. Well, you hear not, it. Yeah, he's not I mean, playing. Not, what else is he going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean... I, I'm not sure how to fix that problem. Maybe he needs a really good therapist. Maybe maybe something, somebody to coach this guy. Uh, maybe bring back DeFilippo or something. I don't know where DeFilippo is right now, but just bring back some some quarterback whisperer. I think he might be in Cleveland, but I could be wrong. Uh, bring him back. Bring anybody back. I don't care. Pay them as much as they need to pay this guy I mean, because it's not going to be as, as much as the contract that Wentz has right now because it's going to be a lot. I mean, it's, it's going to take a lot to get rid of that. For the Eagles, and if you can't get beyond, uh, you know, getting rid of Wentz and 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 his huge contract, you're not going to fix this football team because there's way too much money tied up in Wentz right now. So you got to figure out something. You know, Hertz has played it well, but that's only two games, three games, two games, what, two and a half games, uh, so far that he's played. You know, defensive coordinators might figure this guy out, and who knows if he's even the future? He looks good now. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, five, six, seven games down the line. You know, you get rid of Wentz this year you know, first, second, third game of next season, and you have Hurts start struggling, and then what do yeah. you do? Yeah, and apparently <clears throat> Peterson didn't want, didn't want to bench Wentz even in week 13. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of that came from the front office. Yeah, we were talking about this before the before the show. I mean, I don't know if Peterson could have fucked this up any worse <laughs> than he fucked this up. Well, I think the team... I mean, if he had, at least if he had put him in there in week eight, you'd have eight games of tape on this guy to see whether Hurts has a future mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. But now you're in a situation where you're going to have four games of tape on him. Now you have a quarterback that wants out of your franchise. So if, if Hurts turns out to be a bust yeah. next year those were and you trade Wentz away. There were rumors. I'm not sure how much truth there is to those rumors. But He leaked it. I mean, I, I, apparently it? either him or his team leaked it because he wanted his consternation to be out there to let the team know yeah. if I'm not going to start, then you should get the wheels turning now and in the offseason. See where you can send me next year. Well, don't play so bad next time. But I mean, who, look, I mean, how how you're playing in a division where the Eagles could finish six, nine, and one, mm-hmm. and make the playoffs yep. if if the if they beat and a home game if they beat the Cowboys and Washington loses both their games and the and the and the let's go Carolina. Cowboys lose both their games. You could make the playoffs at six, nine, and one, mm-hmm. and this quarterback believes that for some strange reason his benching was problematic. Yeah. I mean, what was your record in Week 13 when he got benched? You had three wins or four? Three, uh, right? Yeah, it was three wins. Uh, maybe four wins. I think it was four wins because uh, Hertz did win a game. What did he finish win the game? I can't remember exactly, but no. I mean, he hasn't. He has not been the same guy since you know 2017 when he took the when he took the team to 11 and two record before he got injured. But he has not been that same guy. I mean, the record is basically 500 with him, and it's better without him. 
whenever there's another yeah. quarterback in there, whether it's Foles or Hurts, the record is better without Wentz than with Wentz. Yeah. Have you ever put something in the garbage and then realized like late at night before you uh, <laughs> before I'm you gonna... went to bed, you're like, I didn't did I really want to throw that away. And you walk out to the curb and you grab it out of the garbage can <laughs> and, you bring, those meatballs again. and <laughs> you bring it back into the house. I've never had that. But I, yeah. I mean, can you imagine being Mitchell Trubisky? He's been put out on the curb like six times already. Yeah. He's yeah. been benched and benched and benched again. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz gets he gets benched one time. Yeah, and Trubisky and he supports, has, and, and he's leaking shit to the press the next day. Yeah. And he supports his team. He gets out there and he's still supporting his team, just like Fitz Magic. I mean, tonight we saw what yeah, he did. Yeah, got benched. Team. He wasn't he wasn't tweeting. You know, yeah. How, I want to trade. I want to trade. I want to be traded if Fitz Magic's coming in the game. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, what know. do you? Th- I mean, can it be solved, or do you guys got to cut bait? I don't know. I, I have I have no idea what what to do with Carson Wentz right now. Um, you know, the the front office definitely has a lot of decisions to make this off season. I don't know. I mean, it's it's it. You can't really get rid of the guy. I mean, which team would take on that contract? You yeah, know, I mean, you, I think you, the you Colts are going to keep Rivers around for for at least another year. I, I would say at least a year. But I mean, even the Colts, where does he go? They're not silly enough. Also, I mean, you would have to give up. You know, you you have to trade Carson Wentz with. Maybe a second round pick. Yep. I mean, you have to you have to give up like more. And Frank Reich knows him. Yeah, and it, it, he does. Yeah. So I mean, I, what do you think? I mean, you, I do you know. think you're going to be starting the I, year next year with with Hertz and Wentz on the roster? That well, Hertz can you imagine? For, if, Hertz can you imagine, sure. it, can imagine? I mean, Hertz is going to be there no matter what. Can you imagine if this crazy playoff scenario actually, you know, comes to fruition? The Eagles make the playoffs and you win, say. Two playoff games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, with, I don't with know. Jalen Hurts. I mean, can you? But can you imagine that circumstance? Yep. Yep. You know, he wins the first round game. You have a home game in the first round because you'll you'll be a, a NFC East champs, uh-huh. and then maybe you win the next game, and then lose, and then you lose in the no, eight, the NFC Championship game. A lot of tough decisions to make. But I mean, what would you do if you're happen? the GM? Would you? I mean, you have to stick with Hurts at that point. I mean, you have to you have to look at all the possibilities and see. You know where you can possibly trade Carson Wentz. Which teams are interested out there? Um, would would the Colts maybe take him? Would Chicago maybe take him? Would the Niners maybe take him? Because the Niners aren't even sure about Jimmy GQ right now. I don't even, think he's coming back. Even though Jimmy GQ has a has a pretty damn good record with the Niners. I mean, his record he doesn't lose too many games. Uh, he doesn't play too many games either. Yeah, yeah, but well, I mean, but the ones that he has, <laughs> he's <true>. found <laughs> he's found success. Whereas Carson Wentz. It was basically a 500 guy with the Eagles right now, and he so he showed so he's below much, 500 now. I think showed yeah, probably he showed so much promise though, and now you don't know what to think about the guy, and, and you're trying to figure out what the problem is. Like where did this all begin? <laughs> yeah, because it looks like I mean, and it, you're watching the game this past week. Then the the Eagles victory. No, they barely lost to the. To that the was cards. A good, it was a fun game. It was a good game to watch. But watching the is the game plan different or is yeah or is Hurts execution different yeah exactly because it looks like peterson went back to the way that 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 the game the game play or or game calling Mm -hmm. that i saw under wentz you know in 2017 2018 when they were successful so is Hurts just executing it better or is peterson actually actively calling different plays with Hurts? i I don't know i don't know it's hard to say but it's it's scary in philly and pittsburgh uh, I mean, the quarterback situation is definitely scary right now. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, if if Hertz uh, can be, you know, Russell Wilson light, <laughs> be happy. You don't have, Mason, <laughs> you know? you have at least it's not Mason Rudolph. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, I, you know, we we know we have a pretty good backup, and he's a very mature guy. He didn't look like a rookie this past 
weekend against the Cards. Actually, very every poised. time he stepped very on, every time he stepped on the field, he's played very well. He does not look like a rookie at all. Wentz looks like the rookie right yep. now when he's stepping out on the field as the starter. And so, I mean, there's a lot of decisions to be made. We'll see where this goes. We'll see, you know, what happens these next few weeks, whether or not the Eagles even make the playoffs. Um, but if they do, that's a scary situation. Just imagine they make it and then they win a playoff game. Uh, you're going to be looking for all sorts of teams to trade Wentz to. Yeah, Peterson keeps his job and Wentz loses his job. Yeah, exactly. All right, next up, Friday. are you ready to move on? Let's move on, man. Next up, 17-game season is around the corner. The league and its owners opted not to vote on moving forward with a 17-game season for 2021 at last week's virtual meetings. But the subject remains very much at the forefront of NFL business and vote, and a vote is expected in the coming weeks. There is abundant support among owners for the measure, according to multiple sources who view the vote as a mere formality. Jason Lockenfor of CBS Sports reported, absolutely, it's going to pass, he said. One source who has discussed the topic with numerous owners and officials. Franny, what say you about a 17-game season as soon as next year? Uh, I never agreed with it. You know, we've talked about this in the past in the podcast, and I never really agreed with extending the season by one game or two games because where does it end? You know, I mean, you know, we're at seven, we're at sixteen now. We're at fourteen back in the day. Yeah, well, it's now, not going to end at like thirty-seven. Yeah, and, uh, well, hey, you never know. But I mean, you know, you, you play know, on Wednesday and Sunday. Seventeenth game. Well, they're doing it now. <laughs> I mean, they've had <laughs> the a, they've Steelers had, are playing. Yeah, the Steelers are playing on all sorts of <laughs> Tuesdays, Wednesdays, whatever. And it's early afternoon. It's like where happy, people are at work. You know, it's, it, there's some really odd times that the Steelers yeah, it's are like a Happy Days episode. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Steelers game. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Steelers game. Hey, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't agree with it just because of player safety. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a very physical game. Uh, you know, more in, you're gonna have way more injuries, more head injuries. I mean, I just I just never agreed with it. I never I I, I didn't even agree with expanding the playoffs too, and, and having an extra team in the playoffs as well. Because this is an extra game there uh, to have these guys get injured. I, I, I don't agree with it at all. I think 16 is fine. Let's keep it at that, and we should have kept the playoffs the way they were. Yeah, I agree. I actually don't think a 17-game season, even though I thought uh, it might be a good idea earlier on when they were talking about this and when they signed the the CBA, I, I tend to agree with Frane. I think a 16-game season makes more sense. Uh, moving from 14 to 16 was a, probably about as big a jump as you want to go. Look at the injuries we have this year. Look at the injuries we had last year. Uh, you know, unless you expand the rosters and make it easier for teams to field more players, but even in that circumstance, you're still going to have teams that are playing their best players because they want to win games, especially when they're in tight playoff races. So I think the injuries will mount and stack up on top of the, the expanded playoffs with seven games, seven teams making it to the playoffs. I think you either expand the playoffs or expand the season, but not both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. All right, funny. Next up. Slap across the face. Slap across the face. <laughs> I had a little uh, piece I was going to read about the Steelers. Uh, so essentially a eulogy or a uh-huh. eulogy for the Patriots. But I don't know if you want me to read this entire thing. I don't think I have it in front of me right now. Oh no, no, I have it oh, over oh, here. Oh, you have I it. I only oh, printed okay. the one copy. Are All you right. ready? Like let's, let's. Oh, you got the sad music. It all began back in 2000 with the clunky hire of Bill Belichick away from the Jets. And in 2001, when Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. grabbed the starting quarterback job for the perennial average New England Patriots, replacing an injured and then healthy Drew Bledsoe. What followed was nothing short of magic for the Patriots. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. 
Since Brady became their starting quarterback, the Patriots have never had a losing season and have won 17, count them, 17 AFC titles. AFC East titles. The Patriots played in 13 AFC championship games from 2001 to 2018, including eight in a row from 2011 to 2018 and won nine of them, many by the narrowest of margins. Brady and Belichick have combined to form the most successful quarterback head coach tandem in NFL history, winning more regular season games and postseason games than anyone and any other such duo. All of these events sent new NFL records, but this is all over now. December 20th was trash pickup day in Boston, (laughs) and the Patriots are sitting on the curb with stained Dunkin' Donuts cups and rotting clamshells. The Patriots have missed the playoffs this year without Tom Brady. It also appears the Patriots roster needs a complete overhaul. While not terrible on defense, the offense under Cam Newton, journeyman and draft bust receivers and running backs is sputtered, and there is no relief in sight with backup quarter Jared Stidham or from the front office. Ranked in the bottom third on on offense and mid third on defense nothing short of a deal with the devil can rescue this team in the near term what will become of boston's tommy danny mikey and billy now that the patriots have been laid to rest adorned by reese of juniper and empty bottles of jameson will bill belichick move on will Bill bob Kraft look for someone to blame one thing is for certain the patriots are not close to competing for a super bowl championship as currently constructed the chiefs are the new sheriff in the afc and will be for some time bill belichick We'll have to do something he hasn't done in 26 head coaching seasons. And that is pick a quarterback in the first round. He probably won't. Rest in peace, New England Patriots. <laughs> All right, Franny, what that say good. you? That was, that, was, that was a nice little eulogy right there. I think ben, they deserve the, it. I think they deserve the, it. You know what? Hey, you got to respect what they've done, though, over the past 20 years. I mean, that was a great run. Um, you know, for, for any football team, for any franchise in any sport right there to be relevant for 20 years and, uh, you know, nine Super Bowl appearances, six championships. I mean, you just got to respect that. I mean, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, all good things have to come to an end. Well, and who says it finally, was a good thing? It, well, it was a good thing for them. It was a good thing for their fans. Uh, and, and like I said, it's, it's a good thing just because, you know, you, you look at it in any sport and how difficult it is to sustain that sort of a run. And that that is definitely a bright spot in that whole. Well, that was a pretty hilarious eulogy. But I mean, that you have to look at it as as a bright spot or you know, like a, a a great moment in sports history. The way the team was able to have that sort of run for twenty yep. seasons. You know, you just have basically those two guys. You have Belichick and Brady as as base the foundation of that that team. But you bring in these new guys every single year. And they just continue that sort of success. I mean, it was pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, did Brady realize that the FBI search warrant was coming into the offices, <laughs> decided to to resign and take another job? Uh, you know, what what happened in New England? How do you think I'm not sure. the team has deteriorated this quickly? Well, there's no Tom this Brady. This fast. There's no Tom Brady. I mean, you know, Bill Belichick knew how to coach up Tom Brady. You know, we see what's going on right now in Tampa Bay and the way Arians is running that team. I mean, you know, Arians, like I've said many times, is a great coach, but I don't think he's using uh, Brady to his strengths. Um, you know, he, he's, uh, he's, I mean, he's trying to make a different quarterback out of what he's done to accomplish the, su- the success that he's had uh, in the league. Um, but, you know, it, it's, I'm not sure if it was an ego thing between Brady and Belichick and, you know, 
I, I, I don't know what it was. I mean, it, it was it was definitely something that we didn't expect. I mean, the podcasts, you know, leading up to uh, the departure of Brady, we never expected Brady to move on, especially not to Tampa Bay. I mean, there was other teams out there we expected him to go to, um, but we, you know, we didn't expect it. I'm sure they didn't expect it, you know, in in Boston. Um, but I'm not I'm not sure what it was. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a 30 for 30, you know, in maybe like 10 years, uh, and and we'll 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 learn more about what happened behind yeah, the scenes. It's, it's crazy. I but mean, yeah, I mean, you find so much success for 20 years, which is amazing, and you want to continue that. But you know, it, it reminds me of like the 2000s Lakers with Kobe and Shaq, and you know, now you kind of know, you know, what happened between the. I mean, there could have been another championship or two championships. There left should have been at least there. that last one. Yeah, with uh, Malone and Peyton and everybody on that. Yeah, team. but I mean, they should have they should have stayed together, and there could have been more after that. So you know, that was an ego thing. Yeah. You know, they're like, are you better? Am I better? You know what? Fuck it. Let's blow up the team. I'm leaving. You stay here. You know, same thing with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You know, like, I'm going to stay here. You go see what you can accomplish elsewhere. I'll win without you. And then, you know, Brady's in the same thing. I'm going to win without you, too. And it, it's it's not really – both of them are, are, are pretty terrible right yeah, now. Yeah, and in this in this circumstance, I mean, well, I think you in, in Tampa Bay with, with Bruce Arians, I think he's running it. You know, he's also running that complex spread type West Coast offense. And they didn't run that in New England. In New England, mm-hmm. their offense, by all by all accounts, was very, very simple. Bill Belichick is not some offensive genius, nor is Josh McDaniel. The, the offense there was very, very simple with a very finite set of route combinations that the receivers knew by heart. They didn't have to learn very much. They didn't have to remember very much. They just knew what their job was. And Brady and play selection and the the reads were different. And he knew where he was going to go with the ball, and it was very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's down there with this with Randy Feekner, Bruce Arians, this I'm smarter than you are offense. And it, it was a little bit more complex than what he was used to. And that's why you see that they're not on the same page a lot of times with the receivers, although Antonio Brown did get a touchdown. Yeah, he did. I'm sure you're happy to see that, right, Ben? Nah, douchebag. Antonio Brown, you got his, nah. you got his, you got his cards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Franny was nice enough to get me. I think about six Antonio Brown football cards, which I will treasure forever. In Pittsburgh, too. Uh, but no, that was not, a very not from his, in his Pittsburgh, stint, not his stint with the Oakland Raiders. Then, you know, he didn't get any practice uh, cards, or or his his stint in New England. Brutal. Brutal, but, but that may, was a good gag. Maybe for sure. Card. Maybe some training cards uh, with uh, Tampa Bay that we can pick up. Uh, for definitely you. not. The douchebag no? got a touchdown. Oh, he finally, there's the oh, drink. There's shot? a shot right there, Ben. All there's right. our drinking game agreement. If you say anything negative Ugh. about any team in your division or Antonio Brown, what's your division, Ben? AFC North. Or if I say anything negative about any team in my division, which is the NFC East, or if Sonya says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, she takes a shot. She's on the show tonight. Eventually, she'll join us. Hopefully, maybe after the new year. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, yes, we signed this um, contract in, in blood. blood. I pricked my finger with a needle and I signed it, Ben. You did the same yep. exact thing. And so whenever we say anything negative, we take a shot. Yep. And tonight we have actually, we have a new, a new one. And, punishment it, and it's shot. Might, it might be the worst of all. Uh, it probably is. I mean, I hate Evan Williams. It tastes like a headache, I think. <laughs> it does, actually. I mean, I hate Evan Williams in general. I, I don't like the whiskey by itself, on its own. I, I just I don't like it. Um, it's it's a knockoff of um, Jack Daniels, and it's not even close to Jack Daniels, even though it's, it's about like four or five dollars cheaper. Um, but it should be, you know, about ten dollars cheaper. They should be selling this stuff for a dollar ninety nine, and not you know eleven. 99. Um, but uh, the cherry, I'm sure, is going to taste a lot worse than, you know, the regular sort of Evan Williams. Because I had a bad night with Evan Williams. Yeah. I had a really yeah. bad. I'm not sure what it was. I didn't drink that much of it, but I remember it was like years back where it was like I was drinking Evan Williams instead of Jack because that's all that was available. And once you have one of those bad experiences, one of those bad hangovers, 
you just don't want to go yeah, back to that. That's why I don't drink and, Southern Comfort. And that was from twenty. <laughs> hey, we did have that was Southern, from that was from like thirty some years ago. But we had the Southern Comfort Lime. Yeah, the lime was not bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know how people's egos get so involved. Uh, even in, you know the Shaq Kobe situation that was yeah. obvious. I mean, you, you couldn't find a general manager on the planet of any sport, football, you know, American or uh, football, soccer in the you know in the Premier League, hockey. You know, baseball, you couldn't find a general manager anywhere that would say, yeah, you should definitely sign Shaq to a six-year deal and let Kobe go. I mean, it was fucking, it, it was no, anyone that thought that, I mean, you could see the guy was deteriorating, that he wasn't exercising, he wasn't eating well. He had maybe two or three, maybe good years left, mm-hmm. whereas Kobe had maybe 15 years left in his career at a really, really high level. Uh, but for Shaq to even think, that there would be a question of keeping him over Kobe is it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You you have to be deluded to think that. Uh, and I think with this Brady Belichick situation, I just think you know Brady is the player, so I'll, you know I've got one or two more years but left. Neither, neither of the guys seemed like they had huge egos, and I don't think they do. You know? I mean, like you can look at Kobe, and you'd be like, this guy has a big ego, a little bit. He, he was he was a jerk. He him was a dick. And, just him like, and Jordan both, just yeah. like just like Michael Jordan. You know, a dick. He just you know, didn't, and, and you know, he Shaq, didn't eat pizza and drink you know, uh, and now, smoke cigars. You know, Shaq, um, it, it, I think it was what that, that documentary uh, about the that magic team um, where he kind of realized that it he made a huge mistake. I mean, he, he made a huge mistake then. He made a huge mistake even moving on from, from the magic uh, when he had, uh, you know, uh, Hardaway over there uh, because that was almost like a, 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 a Almost like Kobe and Shaq at yeah. that time. Even and they went to the Kobe and Shaq. They went to the, they final. went to the finals. Yeah, they went to the finals against you know Jordan um, back then. Was it Jordan or was it? I think it, Houston. Uh, I don't remember exactly now who it was. It was ninety four, ninety five. But you know, I think maybe it was Houston. I can't remember exactly. I think right. they lost in the in the uh, conference finals against Jordan the, the Bulls, and yeah. then um, the following year, I think they maybe played Houston. I don't know. Yeah, I Whatever. can't even remember. Yeah, it's Here been we a do. while. Let's do it. I was ten. But yeah, I think Brady made the logical decision. If he only had two, you know, two good years left, ooh, that's that's terrible. Actually, that's bad. Better. It's chilly now. It's 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 a little chilled on the table right now. It's about fifty four degrees outside, so I think it chilled a little bit. It tastes like a maraschino cherry that's been left out in the sun. But it's chilled. <laughs> but it's chilled. <laughs> it feels warm. If it was like eighty <laughs> degrees outside, that would taste like shit. Oh. But that's a little bit better than I expected. That's true. But yeah, I think Brady. I mean, he had two, three, maybe. Yeah. Years even, left in his career, and he, right he, he wanted to compete at a high level, mm-hmm. you know, for the until he, you know, retires. Belichick could potentially coach for another decade or more. Yeah. Uh, so he's got to sort of stay put. But the team really deteriorated. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it really deteriorated. I mean, they, they missed the playoffs this past week, so, so they're out. Uh, Cam Newton has been, you know, a complete, I don't know, he's got 10 yeah. TDs and 15 interceptions, something like that. He's been a complete bust. And he started the season pretty well. And they must think that Stidham is horrific mm-hmm. for them not to go to Stidham considering how bad Cam Newton has played. So I, I'm really curious to see whether the New England Patriots lay down a marker and take one of these. There's a lot of quarterbacks coming out next year. And I think there's some nice quarterbacks you could get in the second or third round. And I think Belichick probably thinks the same Steelers. thing. Steelers. But yeah, they, I just know they won't. So I'm going to root for the Patriots to take like one of these guys. This wide receiver looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll the, take this wide receiver. Yeah, let's give him some routes to run as a first-year receiver <laughs> that he can't possibly understand, that the, that the quarterback won't be able to figure out. I mean, I, will he take a quarterback in the first round? I mean, he's there are going to be quarterbacks available. 
you know, Fields will be gone. Lawrence will be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trask will be gone. But it, it is, is he going to be able to to get himself to do it? Because he's never yeah, done it. It's time for him to retire. Yeah, move on. Belichick? Belichick, why not? Go out on a low note like this? I mean, he had a lot of high notes. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you, you can't. You can't do more than win six championships for a franchise. I mean, that's, that's, come on. Well, that's true. I mean, that's why I think any of the criticisms are a little bit unfair. Yeah. Of Belichick and his drafts in the past. They're like, whoa, you know, he, he says he sold out in the past to win championships and everybody berated him for that, but he did win six of them. Mm-hmm. So there might be something to it. Uh, but Brady, you know, we'll see what happens down there. But, but it, it, it's, if you live in Boston or in the Foxborough area, you know, you were terrible before this. Mm-hmm. You had that one Super Bowl with the, where the 85 Bears just went one up one side and down the other. But you were a pretty bad team before Tom Brady got there. And Bill Belichick, and you're probably going to be a bad yeah. team well, they played, after. Uh, wasn't it, <clears throat> didn't Green Bay beat them in 97? Uh, did they make it to the Super Bowl in 97? I th- I don't know. I thought they made it in the 90s. I can't remember exactly which Super Bowl it was, but they, they, might they lost. But they yeah, lost. Yeah. So, I mean, they were pretty average to, mm-hmm. to bad before, and they'll probably be pretty average to bad in the future. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I felt like they, we owe this to the Patriots. They, they've been a thorn in the Especially Steelers' you, side. You're not a huge fan of uh, Boston in general, no. being from New York. But for 20 years, we've been going up against these guys. We've been able to beat them in the regular season from time to time, but never in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, 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 this is really the end of, of, I think, an era we'll never see again. No, I mean, this. it was an amazing run. It was an amazing run. It's something that all, you know, fans of sport or sports, you know, has to respect. I mean, you know, somebody to have that much success over that period of time, pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's respect. Yeah. I mean, respect to Belichick, respect to Brady. Respect, bro. Respect, bro. All right, Tommy, Billy, you're going to be all right. <laughs> you know, you still got the Red Sox. You know, everything's going to be okay. But it's over in New England for for some period of time. Uh, we were going to go through the playoff scenarios and the, the lockup scenarios. I don't know if you want to do that or if you want to move on to uh, the games. Uh, I guess we can move on because, you know, we, we still got another week or two that we can still talk about that. All right, Friday, we're going to move on. So right. what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right. Thank you all to our new listeners that are new to the show. We love you. And we cherish each and every one of you. Thank you also to the listeners that have been with us for a long, long time. We cherish and love each and every one of you as well. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, in your car, at work, anywhere, walking the dogs, walking the cats, whatever you do with your free time, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busproud.com, or search Thursday Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review our show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know or one person that you don't know about our podcast. Please, please, please spread the word for us. We truly, truly appreciate it. You can check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. We are also on all of the podcasters in the universe, but we're just recently on Amazon Music as well as Pandora. So please check us out there. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL Week 15 recap and Week 16 picks with your betting line ben i can't wait hold tight everybody all right and we are back with our nfl week 
15 a recap. Yeah, you don't want to recap uh, the conversation we just had about pomade versus wax versus clay. Hold uh, versus no hold. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was searching for something <laughs> at Target today. And We're I just, a full service podcast. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't for all you men out there because I'm using uh, this Old Spice product. It's Old Spice. It's like the wax, but like the ingredients are different from what I was using maybe a year ago. And so, I mean, it's still the same name, but it's just different. It's not as it, it, there's not as much moisture in it. You know, there's just, it's like more dry. And for my fine hair, it just doesn't work, Ben. Your hair is nice and thick and has volume and you can get away with it, but use the pomade. So you're looking for more, Chris, more Christmas. Want a little bit more Christmas. In your pomade. Uh, exactly. All right. So we're going to go searching for that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're going to find uh, the right pomade, wax, or clay for And they're expensive, too. I mean, yeah, so they I are. I don't want to spend 16, 17, 18, 20 nah, bucks you don't need to, yeah. on something I can't use. They're all, most of the, I mean, most of them are the same. I mean, you can go on, you know, to Esquire or to Men's Health and find something that costs, you know, $40. Yeah. But at the end of the day, most of the stuff, as soon as you find the one you like, you yeah. can find the one you but like. But I did, and they discontinued it. it. Yeah, they with the same name, but they discontinued whatever it was. Yeah, because your hair is very uh, fine. It's, it's very fine. It's very soft. <laughs> it is. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Swiffer. It's kind of like it, a, is, it, it is. It is. Actually, it's like a Swiffer. I can pick up a lot of dust with my hair. Yeah, but Friday, if he rubs against your ceiling, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it'll just it'll pick up all the dust bunnies in your ceiling. It's very fun. Uh, whereas my hair is a little bit more. It's a little bit more, more coarse. You, you got more volume. Man. Yeah, I have a little yeah. bit more volume. Easy, breezy, beautiful. And at my age, <laughs> I'm thankful, girl. thankful to have it. Uh, all right, Friday. What's next up? Uh, it is. Yeah, that, that, we went way off topic right there. The NFL Week 15 recap. All right. We talked about the Saturday games from last week. So the first game up this week. Oh, an exciting game. Texans at Colts. The Colts 27. Texans 20. Houston falls to 4 and 10. Colts, the Colts go to 10 yeah. and 4 after a ridiculous. Ridiculous and awesome interception. If you're a Colts fan, mm-hmm. down there at the goal line, that essentially put the Colts in position. It was a to fumble, win. right? Or a fumble? Yeah, it, fumble. Was a, it was a fumble in in the, in the end zone. In the end zone. Yeah, but the Colts Here's go quiet. to ten and four, man. What do you think about the Colts man, going to ten? Colts? I mean, Jim Irsay said you only have seventy five percent of the salary cap to spend. <laughs> have fun. See what you can no, do. I'm, I'm getting more and more confident in the Colts every single week, and I've been saying this for like the past five weeks. But now, I mean, they they. I mean, I'm not sure if they're going to go to Super Bowl, but they are definitely scary in the playoffs. Yeah, but look at this line. 22 of 28. Talk about efficiency. 228 and two count them. TDs for Phillip Rivers. Jonathan Taylor with a TD on the ground at 83 yards. 5.2 yards. Average Zach Pascal with two touchdowns through the air. But this looked like a this looked like a Texas team that has a long way to go, but a Colts team that won a close game that they needed to win, a division game that they needed to win, Yeah, and they I mean, the came Colts, through. The Colts jumped out early in this one. I thought that it was going to be a blowout by the Colts, but the Texans hung in there, and they made it close. I mean, it was that fumble in the end zone that you know pretty much iced the game, but it was really close. I mean, it's a division game, so obviously these are tough games to play, um, but man, the Colts, Ben, you do not want to face them if you're the Steelers. Well, we'll find it, out this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. They're good in all three phases, but Deshaun, you could have signed somewhere else. Watson, 33 of 41 for 373 and to count them two touchdowns in the game chad hansen with a touchdown through the air and kiki kuti with a touchdown through the air as well but the 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 texans are going in the wrong direction we'll see what happens next year but the colts the colts look like i mean they look like a team that nobody's going to want to face they're solid on defense at the line as well as in the secondary they're solid on offense philip rivers not doing too much but doing just enough the running game is coming together 
And on special teams, they are just as good as they are on offense and defense. So they are a well-rounded team, mm-hmm. as you're going to find out there. Frank Reich. And Frank Reich is a good coach. That's why I'd be curious to see whether they take a nibble, a lick a nibble, or a bite <laughs> towards Carson Wentz. And if they don't, that's going to tell the rest of the league what he thinks mm-hmm. about Carson Wentz. And that could spell disaster for the Eagles and for Wentz. Uh, next up, the Titans put an ass whooping down on the Detroit Lions, a game that I believe led to the firing of the offensive coordinator in this game when he called a play without, he called a fake punt without telling anyone, mm-hmm. even even some of the players on the field <laughs> didn't know that the fake punt had been called. It failed, leading to the firing this past say. week. Uh, but the Tennessee Titans go to 10, and another 10-win team in the AFC. You get 10 wins. You get 10 wins. You get 10 wins. And the Detroit Lions fall to five and nine. Matthew Stafford tweaked his injury again. And they might get the 12 wins before the Steelers. <laughs> they probably they <laughs> probably will. Although, what do you do with Derrick Henry if he has a chance for, you know, for that 2,000-yard season um, in, a game, in week 17 and the game means nothing? Uh, do you put that, him at risk to get 125, 150 yards in that what, game? What does Derrick Henry want? You know, you go to Derrick Henry, approach him and say, hey, you want to stay out there? You might get injured. Or you might make history. What do you want to do? I'm sure Derrick Henry's going to want to stay on the field and try to get those 2,000 yards. Yeah, but can you imagine him going down in that game? That would suck. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill has been playing. He's been playing really, really, really well these past few weeks. 21 solid. 21 you know? to 27, 273, three touchdowns, no picks. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, and a of great course. contract for them too. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's. I mean, he's doing it with his legs. He's he's making smart decisions. What, was 118 million dollars or so for like what, yeah four years. I mean, it was, yeah. it was it was not expensive in terms of quarterbacks. Um, but no, it was it was a great contract that they signed. Keep that guy. I mean, he, you know, we saw the success they found last year with him, and he's solid. Yeah, for sure. Henry with another 147 yard game, 147 yards and a touchdown. Ryan Tannehill with two touchdowns yeah, with the legs. He embarrassed another defender this week yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, he can. I mean, he can move. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He can move. He can move guys out of the way. I would not want him moving as much as he is. Yeah. Well, Minka Fitzpatrick might find himself. <laughs> yeah. On a trading card pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Posterized. Oh, I hope not. Corey Davis with a beautiful touchdown in the game. AJ Brown, of course, with a touchdown on 44 yards, and Darienton Evans with a touchdown. On the other side of the ball, poor Matt Stafford, 22 at 32 for 252 and one. Was counted. this the game that he had that crazy no look pass? Yep. Yeah. See, and, and nobody gives this guy credit. Well, nobody, he's in Detroit. No, I, I mean, know, you're but firing if, head coaches, you're firing was, coordinators. If it was Mahomes, all the commentators out there would be I've jizz- never seen that before. Be jizzing in their pants yeah. after seeing that. Come on, give this guy some credit. He's been there forever. He deserves a better team. He didn't have to sign a long-term contract, but he is a top 10 quarterback. Come on. Yeah, like we were talking about before the game. I mean, they they favor who they favor. I'm like, you know, listening to these these big podcasts. Yeah, I don't know why the Buffalo Bills would ever even run the ball. Why don't they just throw the ball on every play? There, I mean, their quarterback. Why does it? Just Patrick Mahomes. Why do they ever run the ball? If you have Patrick Mahomes, why would you run the ball even once in a game? Oh my God, the Steelers got to get a running game. They got to <laughs> get a running game. It's like, come on. Uh, but Stafford. I mean, where do you think he's going to end up next year? I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're going to trade him. Uh, I mean, I think he, he if he's in his right mind, he would want Oh, to he would want to trade, oh, for sure, and see what they can get in return for him. This team, I mean, they've with him at the helm, they could have built a team around this guy, and they just haven't been able to accomplish that. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe San Francisco. You know, see what San Francisco could give them. I don't know, but just imagine with that defense, with yeah. that running game. I would with love Matthew to see him. Stafford, I would love to see him in San Francisco. You know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't hate Jimmy GQ like a lot of 49ers fans do, but... Matthew Stafford with the Niners, that 
is Super Bowl potential right there. Oh, for sure. I mean, and he wouldn't even have to do as much as he's had to do in Detroit. Yep. I mean, my, my Steeler, you know, friends and Steeler podcast talking about Stanford, there's no way. It's it's even if you cut Ben Roethlisberger, you still have twenty two million dollars salary cap hit next year. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring Stafford and his twenty five million dollars in on top of that? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> he's going, he's going to San Francisco. He's going to the Colts. He's going you know somewhere where they were a yeah. quarterback, uh, where they don't have a huge uh, quarterback salary commitment yeah, below him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, another helicopter as we Flying record overhead. this podcast outside where podcast should be recorded and football should be played. Hello, LAPD, flying over our heads right now. Uh, this was an interesting game, Friday. Bears at Vikings. The Bears 33, the Vikings 27. The Bears' resurgence continues. Bears go to 7-7. Seven and seven. Vikings fall out of playoff contention at 6-8. and eight. What say you? What yeah. happened to Kirk? Motherfucking cousins. Maybe Matthew Stafford goes to the Bears. <laughs> because, I mean, with that team. With you that get a quarterback. Defense, yeah, you get exactly. another quarterback. Here's another one. Yeah. You want a yeah. Trubisky? You want a Foles? You want a Stafford? What, I think we what both, else you want? I think we both chose the Vikings in this one. We were. Wrong. I thought I thought the Vikings I, I, would win this I, I game. I also thought they would too, but uh, you know the the Bears have actually shown up the last couple of weeks. I've been shocked after losing like five in a row. Yeah, but Trubisky did it with his legs. He did it with his arm. He played really well in this game. Fifteen yeah. to twenty-one for two hundred two. One touchdown, a meaningless interception in the game. But David Montgomery again, thirty-two carries for one forty-six and two count them. Two touchdowns, Darnell Mooney, a great name, Darnell Mooney, with a touchdown receiving. But on the other side of the ball, poor Kirk Cousins, 24, a 35 for 271 and two, count them, two touchdowns, one pick. Dalvin Cook with 132 yards well, in the Matthew loss. maybe Matthew Stafford goes to the Vikings, too, because, I, you know, Kirk Cousins. How many years he got left? Kirk Cousins. Cousins. I don't know. Maybe this is his last year now. Is this his last year of his I, contract? I, I'm not sure. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a long contract. It was, it was three years, maybe, that they signed him for. But it's not working out with Kirk Cousins. I mean, if they don't get another quarterback, either through trade, maybe they have to draft somebody now at this point. Yeah, in, Intra-division move, you'd have Justin Jefferson there, you know, along with... Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Matt Stafford nice with a have, decent offensive line. It'd be nice line. to have Diggs there. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to have yeah. Diggs there, but Buffalo Bills fans <laughs> are happy that Diggs is elsewhere. Uh, but, Franny, what do you think about the Eagles or uh, the uh, the Vikings? What do I Disapp- think about the Eagles? <laughs> disappointing season. Oh, the Vikings? Actually, for both these teams, it's been a disappointing season. I mean, you know, the, the Bears, Bears started kind off, of expected I mean, they were 5-1 and one at one point this season, you know? Yeah, were they, were seven they seven. really 5-1? and one? I mean, they were. Were the, <laughs> were the Steelers really 11-0? <laughs> <and 0? laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, but the, yeah. the, but the, the Bears don't have the talent. I mean, they just don't have the talent. I, I mean, they have a good defense. They have a good defense. Um, they're giving up twenty seven points here. Yeah, I mean, their their offense couldn't get things going uh, all throughout the season. I mean, it's been at this point for both these teams. But you know, Green Bay is the cream of the crop in this division. But do they move on from their head coach? You think in the off season, the Vikings, um, or both teams actually, Nagy and uh, what's his face? Um, I'm not the sure. youth movement has not been entirely successful. Yeah, well. At the head coaching position, hit miss. You know Nagy. You know was it what it Zach Taylor in yeah. uh, wherever he is in Cincinnati. But I mean, do you think they move on and and make a coaching change in in uh, Minnesota? Uh, I I. I, I mean, think, a lot of people think, like think, Zimmer. A lot of people I, like I think, Zimmer. I think they'll keep him around for another year. I, I think I think he's he. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I think it they'll keep work out this year. I think they'll keep Nagy around as well. Uh, you know, it's not his fault they haven't had a quarterback since 1957. Uh, next up, they got Trubisky. <laughs> they got Trubisky. They, they got uh, You know, everyone was picked up off Mahomes. It I must mean, be great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the guy that didn't make enough money was uh, what's his name? 
Ah, the tall one. We talked about him the other. The, the he was with the Bears for a long time. Never got. He they always gave him shit constantly. Cutler? Jay, Jay Cutler <laughs> yeah. never made enough money for the shit that he took in that town. I lived in Chicago for a couple of years, and he took so much shit in that town. And it's funny because he didn't. He, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't care, he didn't but care. they they abused him. I mean, maybe because he didn't care, they abused yeah. him so much. And just that he always had that smug look on yeah. his face. Like, you just want to punch him in the face? He's a guy that I'll play here. I'll play in Miami. I don't give a shit. Just send me somewhere. Uh, next up, Seattle Seahawks 20, Washington football team 15 in a game that was a little bit closer, I think, than people expected. Uh, Russell Wilson 18 to 27 for 121. One. We expect a close game. We, we expect a close game. The, the Seahawks always have close games. Yeah, but and this came right down to the end, too. Uh, one touchdown, one pick in the game. Chris Carson with 63 yards on the ground. Finally, Carlos Hyde with a beautiful touchdown run in this game that broke things open for the Seattle Seahawks. Hollister, Jacob Hollister, tight end with a touchdown through the air. On the other hand, Dwayne, strip club, Haskins, 38 of 55 <laughs> for 295. Talk about that. One NFL touchdown. Uh, you know, there's no nothing good can come from talking about that, I don't think. I mean, I look, I don't, Two have, picks. I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with it. If the guy, I mean, he's, he's, he's come on. How old is he? He's like 23. Uh, younger. 20. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a young kid. He's making a lot of money. He just wants to go, you know, to a strip club. There's a lot of kids out, out right now. I'm not, well, maybe strip clubs aren't open right now. Maybe a drive by strip club or something. Um, you know, there's kids out there that are, you know, but you're the captain see... of the team. You just played like shit, giving up two picks. They, they, well, yeah, but I mean, there was a, it was a close game. Lost the game and you're celebrating. Maybe that's why he's going to a strip club to, to, to drown his sorrows. To drown his sorrows in, you know, in a uh, motorboat. In, in vagina Brrrah. at the strip club. <laughs> just, you know, come on. I mean, I just, I don't think Give it was the wise, the wisest of huh? move. I think if he, I mean, it wasn't wise. The second, Picture that was posted young. with him with the with the women in his apartment. I think James probably Harden, start there. I think James Harden recently was at a strip club. Also, was he? Yeah, I think. But so. he's got the. But doesn't he have the moral high ground and everything that he says? This is James Harden we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Isn't man. he I always mean, right about everything? You know, it's not like I mean, it's, I mean, I wouldn't do it. But you know, if 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 he wants to go out and throw his dollar bills around, let him. I mean. Fuck, he's an NFL quarterback. He's a starting quarterback. Let him do whatever the fuck he wants. All right, all right. Now he got a lot I, of he got a lot of grief I, <laughs> after the game. I'm sure he did, but I don't think it's I don't think it's fair. Well, I mean, I think that my and all those people that are giving him grief would probably go to a strip club tomorrow. But my personal gripe with it is that the Steelers lost their bye because of what the Titans did, and they played three games in twelve game in twelve days because of what the Ravens did, and the. Denver Broncos played with no quarter. They had a guy who had never started. He didn't even start at quarterback in college who started a game for them. And this guy is starting this, this week coming up. I just think it's a little, I mean, okay. It's, it's not fair. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that was fair, but because I don't think the NFL was chasing strippers down to test them to make sure they were all negative. I would, <laughs> I don't think they did. <laughs> Let me swab your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they they, they were, off your top. you know, the NFL police was was rounding up all the people in that strip club because the two, two I, of think, the quarterbacks, I think you had the largest group of yeah. NFL folks out there at that strip club waiting to get in there. I mean, hey, I, it must be a high quality strip club. Uh, I mean, I yeah. Mean, I mean, Dwayne Haskins well, apparently going, you have to buy them all uh, a T-shirt with your number on it. You just have to get water before you go in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, you have, exactly. to, you have to buy a water. Those are that's the rule. Before you go two, in for some, two, water two, waters, two water minimum, exactly. Yeah, but even in Denver, there'd be two of the guys that that were were with Jeff Driscoll didn't even test. I don't have that much experience. Positive. I don't have that much experience, but that's what Me I hear either. from friends. So seems like a significant waste of money. It is. I mean, it seems, you can't do anything. 
Yeah. Yeah, wow, I can look at titties. Wow. It's like playing a slot machine that you can't win. Yeah, exactly. You just put money in but the slot Dwayne machine. But if Dwayne Haskins... Well, he, he can win. Enjoys it. I'm sure he won. Well, I'm sure that he night, I have no doubt about that. <laughs> he hit the jackpot that night. Oh, I have I'm no sure. doubt. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. We had him over at his... What is his place? At his place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah his trip was over at his place, man. He hit the Wheel of Fortune many times. Good for him. On that slot Good machine. for him. You know what? Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> Don't hate <laughs> the player. Well, I... well. The game, he did not perform particularly well. I hate this game. Two touchdowns, or to one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Peyton Barber with a touchdown on the ground. J.D. McKissick, who was tearing it up for Washington for some strange reason after Seattle let him walk away uh, with a touchdown through the air. Uh, but what do you think about, oh, let's see, Russell Wilson, we already gave his stats. But what do you think about this game and what you know, it says about, I mean, Washington's going nowhere. Even if they make the playoffs, they're still yeah. going nowhere. Right, well, their defense is good. They have, I mean, their defense, that front four, you know, tops in the league. I mean, they're really good. If they only had a quarterback that didn't spend his time at strip clubs, then they would find some success. Yeah, Chase Daniel got have a burned in this game a couple <laughs> times. But, uh, you know, I, I think the, the bigger issue, yeah, is the, is the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, their chances in the NFC, in the playoffs, uh, they haven't been good um, since about, what, week eight, maybe week nine? I mean, they've, they've they, I'm not sure their offense is really struggling right now. I mean, they're having the same issues as the Steelers. I mean, they, but at they, least they the can't defense the is pulling it together. And even, even Russell Wilson has regressed. I mean, we were talking about him earlier in the season as being an MVP candidate. He's not an MVP candidate anymore. Yeah, one touchdown, a pick. I mean, I think the pick, if I don't but he's if throwing, I recall, like, the pick he's was pretty some meaningless. Very dangerous passes. Yeah. I mean, but what do you think? I mean, the Seahawks going into a game against the Rams who are going to be well, amazingly angry yeah. going into this game. I know Sean McVay against will be. the Seahawks. I mean, he called. He called Adam Gase before the game to tell Adam Gase that he was really proud of what he was doing and that the guys were playing really hard for him. And then they go in and lose the game. Uh, I think McVay probably wishes he hadn't made that phone call <laughs> about the Seahawks. They're sitting there at 10 and 4. Yeah. They're in the driver's seat in a division. Mm-hmm. They beat the Rams this week. Essentially, the division is theirs because they, you know, the Cardinals lost, even though the the uh uh the the 49ers won today, but they're they're done. So the Seahawks gotta pull it. I mean, who who would have thought the Seahawks need to pull it together on offense? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, look, the record is good. Obviously, they have a good record, but the way they've been struggling these last few weeks, um, it's not something I expected earlier on in the season. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 and 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 another first their defense is terrible, another offense is terrible. Yeah, and it's not and it's not good for Sanya's health. No, you know, it's I not mean, good. She's a huge Seahawks fan, and they always have to make every single game close. Yeah, and this game was way Very, closer than yeah. it needed to be, considering Came how right down to the end poorly. The he and this is without Gibson starting again for Washington. This mm-hmm. was with JD McKissick leading the way. Next up, Patriots at Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins put the final nail in the coffin of the New England Patriots 22 to 12. Cam Newton with 209 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. But look at Tua 20 of 26, 145 yards, no TDs, and one pick. One of the ugliest games of the year mm-hmm. right here. Uh, the Dolphins, Salvin, um, Salvin Ahmed with a touchdown through the air or on the ground and Tua with two touchdowns uh, on the ground as well. But the Patriots and Cam Newton couldn't get anything going. No rushing touchdowns, no receiving touchdowns, just a bunch of field goals. What say you about the Dolphins? We know the Dolphins were able to come back and win a big game mm-hmm. tonight against the the Raiders, but here they were sitting at nine and five, but they beat their division rivals. What do you think? Um, I'm for the, I mean, obviously nobody expected this from the Dolphins this soon. I didn't, I, I expect them to struggle this season. Um, you know, they're obviously a playoff team. I mean, they're, they're 
No, they're there. I think they're what they're maybe the last seed right now. Maybe they're seventh. Yeah, they're, they're just about there. Yeah, I think they're the seventh seed right now. Yeah, if I mean, they win the next game, they're in. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty much sitting there, and uh, you know I don't think they're going to go anywhere this year, but um, they they definitely have laid a very good foundation for the future. I mean I don't know how Tua is going to look good tonight. No, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. He's going to be in the future. I'm not sure if he's the quarterback of the future. I'm not sure if you want to even start him the next game and just keep Fitzmagic in there and see what he can do. I think Fitzmagic right now is the better option between the two quarterbacks. Yeah, he's just not because moving, of experience. He's not moving well in the pocket mm-hmm. at all. I mean, he took some sacks tonight that he definitely should not have taken. Well, next what up, do you think, though, Ben? What do you think about the Dolphins? I mean, they're, they're, it's I, a I tough like, team to I out. like the Dolphins. I mean, because I think I think Brian Flores is one hell of a head coach. The defense is playing really, really well, top to bottom. Special teams also playing well. Got a nice kicker as well, which apparently is important since our kicker's not playing tomorrow. Chris Boswell is out. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. We have that, that the little guy that started like uh, the last yeah, game. Okay. He's like a, they didn't want him to kick a forty yard field goal, so I don't have a lot of hope. Maybe we'll be going for it on fourth and seven uh, tomorrow, or punting from the thirty eight yard line. One or the other. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I like the Dolphins. I mean, I think Tua's going to pull it together right now. He's just he's lo- he's not moving in the pocket really well. Uh, when he's able to get time to throw the ball downfield, he does a great job. I mean, I think he's able to spot the receivers, get his read, get through his reads, and, and hit his receivers. But he's just not moving in the pocket the way you would like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have as much pocket awareness as I would like. But I think they have a chance. Not to, in the playoffs. No. But I think they have a chance to build a franchise no, around I mean, him. Their defense, definitely. Because many I th- people I have tried still... to build their franchise around Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's well, not... not really. Nobody's really well, tried. I mean, he's, or they've he's... tried to. They've tried to make the best of him. Well, exactly. And, he, and he's he's made the best of his opportunities. I, you know, I, with the Bills. You know, here in uh, in, in Miami as well. Um, you know, I mean, he he just. You know, he plays well for a few games and then just plays terrible the yeah, next few games will, after that. But he will have probably. He's not going to get in the Hall of Fame. But at his retirement party, he's oh, his pro- beard should be in the Hall of Fame, yeah, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He got all his the offensive lineman like a, I think it was like a barbecue table, but with his face on it, <laughs> <laughs> with the beard on it. It was actually pretty cool. And Tua actually got everybody a, a grill as well. But I'm like, this guy's making rookies. You should be buying him a freaking <laughs> gift. Wait till they get a first contract before you expect them to buy you shit, offensive lineman. You probably all make more money than he does. Um, but I think I think you know he he's going to have one of the most exciting retirement reels mm-hmm. of anyone that's ever played the game, even Tom Brady probably. Uh, but because the, the number of exciting moments that he has been involved in in his career, and another one tonight, yep. throwing a ball down the left sideline after his face without even looking, with his yep. face getting ripped to the ground by his face mask, hits the receiver, the the, the guy the kicker comes in and and wins the game on a field goal. There's so many of those moments in Buffalo, in New York, and I can't even remember all the teams that he's been on, but he's mm-hmm. been on like seven teams. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have the most amazing retirement highlight reel. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, oh, boy. Yeah, we don't really talk about this one too much. <laughs> all right, the Ravens. Kicked ass. The Ravens kicked ass 40 to 14. Nine and five. And uh, the Jaguars go to one and 13. They still got the number one pick. And we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to the Jets. Uh, next up, Buccaneers. Another comeback oh, win against God. the Falcons. Or feel, another win for Tom Brady against the Falcons. I feel so bad. 31 to 27. Buccaneers go to nine and five. I mean, Falcons go to four and ten. They had the lead uh, in this game. And Brady just reached down their, every game. reached down their throat and ripped their heart out through their esophagus. 
I, I feel bad. I mean, you know, for every Falcons fan out there, if you're still a fan Up of the 17 Falcons, to nothing at halftime. I, I, I feel terrible. I mean, I just feel terrible for the fans out there. I mean, this is game after game after game where they, they should suffer just read, through this. They should just rename themselves the, the Atlanta the twenty-eight to threes. The Chokers. It was twenty-eight to three in that Super Bowl. I, I, I know. But even in this one, it was seventy nothing. I mean it was it was like what it was uh it was like twenty um it was twenty four. Like yeah. It was I mean it was, it was I, I don't know how this team can't learn from their past mistakes because they're it's the same thing every single week. Like how do you let the opposing yep. team into the game every single week? And um I I, I have no idea. Like I, I wouldn't be able to remain a Falcons fan yeah, if I hard. was a Falcons it's fan. It's hard. I mean, yeah, I mean they they scored no points in the first half. Falcons come out and score in the third quarter. The Buccaneers put up twenty one in the third quarter and another ten in the fourth quarter. And win his game thirty-one to set twenty or thirty-one to twenty-seven. Tom Brady thirty-one of forty-five, three ninety and two. Count them, two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, you get two touchdowns. We cut you, or we were about to cut you, but we're like, well, you know, we might need you, and we bring you back for two touchdowns. Antonio Brown, five oh, receptions man. for ninety-three yards, one. The touchdown. Mer- Mercurial Antonio that was a nice Brown. That was a nice pass. It was garbage. It was. It was garbage. <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It was garbage. It was the game winning. It was. Touchdown. It was garbage. It was pretty much the game winning. It was garbage. That beautiful pass to Gronkowski <laughs> where he just manned up that receiver, caught the ball. I'll take that. Why is it garbage, Ben? Because it's Antonio Brown. Why? Because he's a douche. Oh, there's the shot right there. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get another shot at you. I mean, you. come on. I mean, I'm a Steeler fan. I'm a Steeler fan. Yeah. There, there can't be I can a Steeler fan. Steelers jacket and your Steelers beanie. But there can't be a Steeler fan in the universe. That doesn't see a problem with this guy still being in the league. I'm sure you have a Steelers tattoo somewhere. I mean, this. I mean, Dwayne Haskins. Back, maybe. Dwayne Haskins going to a strip club is. If that was the only. That's oh, a big shot. No, no, I can't. That's a big shot right there. I'm going to do half. I, no, no, I'm going to no, no, do no. half of this no, shot. No, I want to hear some slurring by the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, you better pull yourself a decent shot then. I didn't say anything negative. No, no, no. More than that. More. Okay, than, okay, come that's on. good. Come on, that's good. It's half. What half. is that? What is no, that? I didn't say anything negative. You, uh, you're the one. I'm, I'm just taking a shot along with you. Just be friendly. Oh, what's the proof on that? Um, it's proof that it's disgusting. It's thirty five percent. All right, that's not too bad. It's, it's, it's still it's, pretty. It's bad. pretty disgusting. All right, this is yeah. way too big. So. You're gonna have a headache tomorrow for sure. I mean, this is just straight sugar right here. Ugh. Uh. Hey, that's sticky. Oh my god, oh, that's gross. It's all in my fingers. <laughs> all right, where's my water? Actually, no, I didn't grab water from the cooler. What? Oh, you're not gonna get one. <laughs> Chris Godwin with a touchdown. I will fight you for not that after water. that. Not after that shot. No, no, no. I'm no. put a lock on the cooler. You can't have a water if I can have water. Matt Ryan, 34 49 for 356 and three. Count him. Can I have a water? Three touchdowns. Nope. <laughs> that shot was an entire. That was like that was like yeah, the old school 1980s full shot glass shot. <laughs> that wasn't. That was not the. Apple- these aren't small. That shot was glasses. not the Applebee's. Yeah, no. You know, poured into the little metal co- stainless steel metal nice container glasses, where I could any robot could do your job. Hmm. Calvin Ridley, who's really, really impressing me this year mm-hmm. with a touchdown on 163 yards. Russell Gage with a touchdown. Hayden Hurst with a touchdown. But the Bucks, their defense is making me a little nervous going down the stretch here. If you're a Buck fan, you got to go up against Tom, or not Tom Brady, against Aaron Rodgers or potentially Russell Wilson. The defense. Or potentially Hurts. Or Jalen Hurts, <laughs> or Dwayne Haskins, or Daniel Jones. 
or who else? Uh, or Red uh, Rifle. Or the Red Rifle. You might end up going up against Andy Dalton. Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket. But what do you, I mean, what do you think about, I mean, the Falcons are obviously, you know, perennially I have no, I problematic. Mean, I, I don't know how they There's have nothing any, you could. I don't know how Ryan's they have doesn't want to. He doesn't want to leave. He, why does why doesn't he want to leave? Where what where would he? Why would he want to stay with this franchise? I I just don't know how they, how they continually fail week after week. It's like the same storyline, and I, I I I seriously don't know how they have any fans left. I, I wouldn't be a fan if, if I was a fan of the if, of the Falcons. I wouldn't be a fan anymore. I would have burned everything that I have. Falcons. Yeah, I mean, gear, they, this is. I mean, this is. They had the game in hand. They always have the game in hand. But this, I was, mean, this four, was in hand in hand. They're a four and ten team. They could easily be ten and four right now if they didn't lose these close games. Oh Not God. even close games. They were close. Yeah, especially the, the ones at the beginning of the season when, uh, they, when they were just like against the Cowboys. Like, yeah. how do you lose that game? At least beat the Cowboys. That ridiculous beat, onside kick. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. It was like a weeble wobble out there. Yeah. You know, just uh, weeble. <laughs> it was. It was like a, it was like a weeble. The ball turned into a weeble. Yeah, but I mean that game. I mean that really screwed the division up right there. I mean, how do you, I mean the the, the Dolphin? I mean the 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 Cowboys would be completely out of it right now if it was yep. for that. Yeah, that was crazy. Or if Doug Peterson decided not to stop putting <laughs> Carson Wentz in the starting lineup before week thirteen. Or that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me start a couple guys from the Thirsty Gold podcast before <laughs> I pull Carson Wentz out of this game. What position would you be good up in? Uh, probably corner. <laughs> That's like the last position I would expect. Yeah, probably yeah. corner. I'm not big enough to do anything else, so it would probably uh, be corner. Uh, you know, maybe maybe like a like a Cole Beasley type wide receiver. You know, Ooh, like I could guy. do that. You got to yeah, hit yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Cole yeah, Beasley yeah. likes to get his bell rung. Yeah, I guess on a regular. Yeah, yeah. Bet. Yeah. I mean, I would probably be good at it, but I don't know if I want to get a concussion like yeah. every third week. I'd probably be a good kicker. <laughs> oh well, we should. I mean, I always had a dream that if I practice kicking, I could at least play a game. You know, like the Steelers had a kicker last week that they had a forty-five yard field goal attempt and they didn't do it. They 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 punted. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I, could I kick the ball forty-five yards? No, actually, no. I'd be, I, I I would actually be a good one. I have good hands. You know, wide receiver, perfect for me. I have really good hands. I could catch anything. You throw something, Ben, I'll catch it. All right, there's that five foot nine and a half receiver going down the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cole Beasley is not much bigger. Edelman is not much bigger. That's all true. Right? That's true. He's, I, all I have to do is be fast, and I'm faster than you, Ben. We've tested that theory. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the kicker. All right, next up, a game that is near and dear to your heart. The Cowboys, 41. The San Francisco 49ers, uh, 33. The Cowboys go to 5-9. and nine. The Niners go to 5-9, and nine, but the Cowboys are still in it. Friday, how did the Cowboys manage to win this game, a game that would have at least kept you a little bit closer to the playoffs, even with Washington with Washington falling as well. Uh, I think it's because of Nick Mullins. Yeah, I mean, why the, is, the great Nick Mullins who didn't, know, who, who didn't start tonight in their win? I don't know why Nick Mullins was even starting. I I, I think I mean I, I, both these guys are pretty bad, but I, I still think C.J. Beathard is a better option over Nick Mullins. I don't know why they yeah, keep on pushing this guy out there. Uh, you know, twenty four, thirty six, two hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns, two ints. Um, I, I I just don't understand what the coaching staff sees in Nick Mullins. He just reminds me of a guy who'd be walking into the into the sheriff's office in Mayberry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in Mayberry to see Don. I mean, Notch CJ and, Method, I mean, you know, he, he's not a great quarterback, but he still seems like he has more confidence. Yeah. He reminds he me a little there. bit more of like a uh, what's a guy that that cried in the tunnel when the Eagles lost a playoff game. Uh, McCown. McCown, yeah, yeah, that's. Bethard reminds me a little bit younger, younger McCown. Got a lot yeah, of heart. Way younger has, but he has a lot of. I mean, he has Everybody's a similar skill set. 
You know, he plays hard, a little bit bigger. He might be older than you. Able to, uh, he might be. No, he's definitely not older yeah. than me. He's not too Tom far Brady. Away. He's not too far away. Tom Brady's giving us 50-year-olds a little hope. Hey, but he knows what he's using for his hair, though. Yeah. I mean, he, he was always on point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mullins, uh, 21-36, 219-2 two touchdowns, two interceptions in the game. Jeffrey Wilson, never heard of him, but he had 60 yards rushing, and he had a huge game tonight. Uh, Kendrick Bourne with a touchdown in the game. Brandon Ayuk with a touchdown in the game, and Jordan Reed off the scrap heap with a touchdown in the game. But let's look at Andy Dalton's line. 19 of 33 for 209 and two. Count them. Two touchdowns in the game. Tony Pollard taking over for the washed-up Ezekiel Elliott. He'll be spending the rest of his time at raves and concerts outdoors. Strip clubs. Strip clubs. He likes to go to concerts. He's more of a he's a, he's a music file. Uh, well, there's not too many concerts that you can go to right now. That's true. But he'll, he'll, he'll well, if you're a sequel, Elliot, you can go to the strip you club. Can, you can go to the strip club. Uh, Michael Gallup with a touchdown. Dalton Schultz with a touchdown. We should mention that uh, in that Baltimore game, Des Bryant had a touchdown. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, good for Des Bryant. Oh, fuck. What do you think? I was going to say something yeah, negative. I was about hoping. Him? Nah, you know, whatever, man. Good for him. Well, uh, he's not with the Cowboys anymore. So, you know, good kudos to you. What do you think about sir. the Cowboys winning this game? Uh, well, I mean, obviously for the division, you know, it, they're, they're still in the playoff hunt, uh, unfortunately, but I, I kind of expected, I mean, I, I, I think I predicted that the Cowboys would win this game. Uh, if it was Jimmy GQ under center, then, uh, you know, I would have chosen the, the, the 49ers, but you know, the Cowboys and with Andy Dalton, you know, how I feel about Andy Dalton. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I, I sort of expected it. Unfortunately, kill you, you, you just want me to take a shot at the seven Williams. I do. Well, I do. Well, yeah, well, no, it's we'll not get there. We'll it's get not going to happen. Oh, nope. no, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Next game, Eagles at Cardinals. Yeah. Eagles 26, Cardinals 33. Cardinals go to eight and six. Eagles fall to four, nine and one. Jalen Hurts 24 of 44 for 338. Three, count them, three touchdowns and one touchdown on the ground with 63 yards rushing to boot. Jalen Rieger, no touchdowns, but 50 yards in the game. Zach Ertz back in the lineup with 69 yards, but Kez Watkins with a touchdown. Yeah, amazing the air. touch. That was a nice touchdown that on was. third and 20, I yeah. think. Yeah, that was a nice touchdown right there. And Greg Ward Jr. with a touchdown. Marcus Epps on the defense with a pick. But on the other side of the ball, it was kind of ugly for Kyler Murray. 27 to 36, 406 yards, three That's touchdowns. Ugly. Well, he didn't play that great. <laughs> no, I mean, he had, he had a couple of fumbles. He had a couple of early fumbles, a couple of turnovers there that kept the Eagles in it. Touchdown on the ground. DeAndre Hopkins, of course, with a touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald, the ageless wonder with a touchdown, and Chase Edmonds with a touchdown. But Friday, you fell to the Cardinals. He's, he's definitely going to the Hall of Fame, though, right? Fitzgerald, oh, yeah. I mean, Fitzgerald oh, yeah. is amazing. I mean, that oh, yeah. guy's one of, the, one of my favorite wide receivers yeah. of all time. Yeah, he's like the uh, Craig Biggio. You just played long enough, and you got the numbers. The numbers just stacked up, so but you'll get a, a good human being yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he never um, played. A, he never played. You know, well enough. Yeah. To you know, if he played a ten, if he played a ten-year career, he would not have gotten in the Hall of Fame. I I think he, no, he had some really good numbers early on in his career. He, he's 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 been pretty solid. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that he's still playing right now. Oh yeah, I think he's thirty-seven. Yeah, for a wide receiver. I mean, it's still yeah, no, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, but it's Arizona. It's very obscure. It's Arizona. It's very it's Arizona. It's very obscure. The desert air <laughs> keeps you keeps you very very limber. Uh, no, but th- I mean, this game, you know, I'm I'm you know, obviously, I'm not happy with the Eagles' loss, but 
Uh, it was it was an exciting game to watch. You know, I was hoping that it would go to overtime so I can continue watching this game. And it was it was it was just so much fun to watch this game and and, and just to see the poise that uh, that Hertz showed throughout the game. You know, three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. I mean, he made the right decisions all game long. I mean, he had that one fumble on the sideline that went out of bounds. Um, you know, he's got to learn to hold on to the football, but he knows when to run, when to go down, when to throw the ball. Um, I mean, he, he's he's shown more poise than Wentz, and Wentz has been in the league for five years now. I mean, this is what we should be we should be seeing from Wentz right now at this point in his career. Or better, and Wentz looks like the rookie. Hurts looks like he's been in the league for five years. But I won't be your backup, baby. <laughs> I uh, will be wherever <laughs> you roam. Is that a song? You never heard that? I won't be your. So- I can't remember. It's I won't be your you something, really baby. Voice, but, uh, yeah, you it, never heard that song? I don't think so. I can't remember what the word is where it, it replaces backup, but yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an actual song. Yeah, but uh, no, anyone I mean, over forty it, out there, it was, knows it was, what I'm it was about. a lot of fun to watch. And uh, you know, one of my uh, old coworkers, you know, I hit her up and I said, you know, congratulations on the win. She's a Cardinals fan, and we were both, ex- you know, we, we were both like really into this game. It was an exciting game to watch, even if you're a neutral fan. This was probably one of the better games of the season, and I, you know, I watched, you know, I watched it. Yeah, I watched a bunch happened, of this game. Yeah, but then. On NFL Network, they did show it. I think it was like last night or the night yeah. before. You know, watched it again. I mean, it was a fun game to watch. Unfortunately, the the Eagles fell short in this one, but they still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, everybody everybody was talking about um, Chiefs Saints. I was like, why are you talking about? We have to watch that game. I know what's going to happen in that game. I don't. Yeah. You don't need to. I don't need to watch the Chiefs beat the Saints. <laughs> so I watched the Eagle game, and I watched the next game we have to to talk about, which is mm-hmm. the Jets versus the Rams. Mm-hmm. But, you know, great game for um, just, a, just a great game in general. for Jalen Hurts. And let's hear it for Aqib Tlaib oh, yeah. in his first game giving color commentating in the booth. He was as good as it gets, you know, I, I, think, I think, for a think, player who's just trying to keep it real. I think me and you would be great in the booth. Oh, for sure. I, 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 you know, me and you just, you know, having a couple of glasses of scotch at least in the booth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some shots. Like every time somebody scores a touchdown, we take a shot. You know, on the ground, let's say, you know, we just our drinking game, we just make it up. I think, yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot days. of fun. We'd, I think, we'd be, but for me and you, it would be. I don't know about everybody else. Frane, Ben, and Akeep Tlaib. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let's do it. And let's Jim Nance. It. And Jim Nance <laughs> over there somewhere just giving us some some statistics or something to keep it real a little bit. Yep. yep. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought Tlaib did a good job. I mean, he, in the beginning, I was like, no, but by the third was, quarter, I was like, you know. No, it was fun. It was, it was fun. Just fun, to listen to me. Like, oh, he missed his assignment. Yeah, fun commentary. Yeah, for sure. Next up. Jets at Rams. Oh my goodness, what happened here? Good for I heard I heard something in New York. I don't know if they feel that way because they may have lost the first pick in the draft. But the Jets 23, the LA Rams 20 on the back of Frank Gore with 23 carries and 59 yards and a touchdown. Sam Darnold 22, a 31 for 207 and a touchdown. 23 carries for 59 yeah, yards. Yeah, but he, 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 I mean, he moved the chains in this game. He kept, I know it's not a lot of I, yards, I, but he did keep he the did clock moving for the Jets in this game. On the other side, Jared Goff, who gets blamed for every win and gets no or blame for every loss, gets no credit for any wins that they have. 22 and 34 for 209, two kill them, two touchdowns and one INT. But what do you say about the New York Jets getting their first win, beating the LA Rams uh, and no, I mean, sending them into second place <laughs> in the AFC West? It's, NFC it's, West. It's a great win 
for the football team in general, just to, you know, not have a defeated season where they go 0 and 16. But now for the draft choice, they're in second, right? They're they're in second. Yeah, behind the Jags. So Jags have a strength of schedule that's weaker than the Jets. I'm sure a lot of Jets fans out there are not very happy about this win. They're not. I mean, if you're this far into the season without a win, you might as well remain without a win. You you just you just shouldn't win if you want a new quarterback. And you know, I think Sam Darnold is, is decent. But I think the the Jets fans are pretty are they're 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 irate now. They are all irate and too irate. I was texting with uh, your cousin, oh. uh, Nico, uh, yeah. during this game. He's one of the rational Jets fans, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> is there such a thing? Yeah, well, he is. Well, I guess if you're a Jets fan, you must be rational. You must be rationalizing all these terrible Jets seasons. Yeah, exactly. But I actually think this is a good thing for the Jets mm-hmm. because this gives them more options. If they were the number one pick, they only have one option. Trevor Lawrence, and if everybody says the sky is blue and you've never seen the sky before... <laughs> Maybe this guy isn't blue. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is going to be a, a, you know, a first round pick, number one pick. He's going to be Peyton Manning. He's going to be Tom Brady. He's going to be Joe Montana, but he might not be. You know, we don't know for sure. But if the Jets actually had the first pick, they would trade Sam Darnold and take Trevor Lawrence in a heartbeat, and they have that one option. Now that they have the second pick or the third pick, potentially, they have options. They could trade away from the second pick. Mm-hmm. and stockpile a bunch of other picks and take them down the road, get other players that they need, especially on offense and defense. But they can pick one of these other quarterbacks that's coming out if they really outlook. need to. But they have so many more options. That they, that second pick, everyone's going to want Justin Fields. Everyone's going to want one of these other quarterbacks that's coming out. And the Jets now have options that they didn't have before. Because mm-hmm. if they if they had that one pick, they have to take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. But look at these quarterbacks. That's what they wanted. You got Justin Fields coming in. You got Zach Wilson out of BYU. You got Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. You got Kyle Trask out of Florida. Mac Jones out of Alabama. Jamie Newman out of Georgia. Shane Bushell, who I like out of SMU. Desmond Ritter, who I also like out of Cincinnati. They could take some of these guys maybe in the later rounds, but they could trade that pick. Trade for Carson Wentz. I mean, do you think they could trade for Carson Wentz? Uh, But I think this really opens up options for Joe Douglas to build a better all-around team. And I think Joe I, Douglas has given way too much credit. But I don't think Sam Darnold is that bad. No, I don't think he's that bad. No, I mean, he has he has nobody to throw the ball to. I mean, there's nobody out there. He doesn't have the wide receivers that these other guys have. I mean, I, 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 I you know, he's just been thrown into a bad situation in New York, like everybody else. Yeah, but think about the options. that the, I mean, that, that number two pick is going to be worth so much to other teams. Sure. They could get three picks for that number two pick or four picks for that number two pick. And stock up on offense and defense. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. And still take, if they really want to take a quarterback, they can get a quarterback in the third round or the second round. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, why would you want to pigeonhole yourself into, you know, I, 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 feel like, I think there's a lot of hype around, you know, Trevor Lawrence and, you know, whoever gets him is going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win five titles or whatever. But we don't, we, you really don't know. You know, Baker Mayfield was the number one pick. I mean, they didn't talk about him like they talk about Trevor Lawrence. Hey, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, they're in playoff position right now. But he's still a college quarterback playing at Clemson. He hasn't played a, a snap in the NFL yet. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's... it's He could be the next year to go. It, it's ridiculous to be this... I mean, to be angry with your team for winning a game mm-hmm. and opening up all these I options. Mean, if, 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 not about win, just winning a game this late in the season when you don't really need to win a game 
I, I, you know, obviously the players out when there. When you they, don't, they don't really need, they don't to, need win to win a game. game. They don't. I mean, there's there's absolutely no reason to win this, this game. This is right Friday now. coming to you for Philadelphia one zero zero five. The fans. We don't need to win this game. No, Why you are you want, winning this game? You want the number one pick overall. Uh, and, and no, I mean that's that's. I'm here to root against my own if, team. If it, was, if it was week five or week six, okay, you know, you win a game. But it's it's week fourteen. I mean, it's like you know, or, or was it uh, week fifteen? Week week fifteen. Finally, a disagreement on the show. I like it. I, there's there's absolutely no reason to win this game for them. They beat the Rams. I know they beat the Rams, and they sent them packing into second place. Yeah. in the NFC West, which helps your cousin, my wife. No, no, it's great because I mean, no, it's it's perfect for the Seahawks. It's great for Sonya, but for the Jets, it's not good for them. All right, all right. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Uh, next up, a game that everyone's supposed to watch, but was really boring as hell if you had actually watched it. The Kansas City Chiefs 32, the New Orleans Saints 10 or uh, 29. Kansas City goes to 13 and 1, and the Saints go to 10 or fall to 10 and 4. Patrick Mahomes, 254 yards on 47 attempts, three count them, three touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell off the scrap heap with a touchdown in this game. Travis Kelsey. The man that no one can stop, no matter how hard you try, with a touchdown. Tyreek Hill with a touchdown. McCole Hardman with a touchdown. Drew Brees Dave? looking pretty yeah. lackadaisical in this outing. Uh, 15 to 34. Damn. Under not- 50%. 234. Three count them. Three touchdowns. One pick in the game. Taysom Hill, of course, with a touchdown on the ground. Boring. <laughs> Alvin Kamara with a touchdown. Wait till you see his stats in the next game. Oh. <laughs> Little Jordan Humphrey with one touchdown through the air, and Latavius Murray off the scrap heap as well with a touchdown. But uh, everyone knew what was going to happen in this game. Mm-hmm. Saints lose. Chiefs win. What do you say? Uh, I mean, you know, the the scoreline suggests that it was a fun game to watch, but it, it really wasn't. I mean, the Chiefs... It wasn't. I was watching the Eagles game and the Rams game the whole time. I mean, the, the Chiefs had this game in hand, and I, I I did not expect the the Saints to even come back and even potentially win this one. Yeah, and the scoreline is a little bit closer. It, mm-hmm. it, it gives you the impression that it's a little closer than it was. Uh, yeah. I think they had a late touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, Saints, but the, the game was not... Yeah, I mean, it was I've never, reach. But the Saints are amazing. They actually, you, you, you know, the Steelers used to get leads run the ball, you know, run out the clock, win the game. They would finish the game out with their defense. The Chiefs actually finished the game out with their offense. Mm-hmm. Like a, like in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go, four minutes to go, three minutes to go, when they're behind or they have a small lead, it's actually the offense that comes back, throws the ball down the field, and just ends it. Mm-hmm. Whereas typically it's the defense that's running out the clock. Not this one. No. <laughs> the Chiefs are... Uh, unfair yeah no uh next up browns at the giants you want to talk about this one not much say there i mean browns kicked ass 26 that's browns browns are gonna win let's let's look at let's look at the stats just a little bit they're gonna win the afc north it's just Uh, breaking my heart you look at baker mayfield 27 32 297 yards and two touchdowns um but yeah i mean it was it was it was a fairly boring game to watch not much to say here yeah nick chubb with a touchdown on the other side of the ball colt mccoy eh. 221, no touchdowns, no picks. Pretty boring game. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns did what they had to do. Ooh, Next man. up. Um, sorry. Steelers at Bengals. What do you attribute that to, Mr. Tomlin? Uh, sucking. Yeah. So, yeah, 17 to 27. Bengals go to 310 and 1. Pittsburgh Steelers fall to 11 and 3. Ben Roethlisberger, 20 of 38 for 171. 
70. That's not two. That's not three. That's <laughs> one 70, one touchdown in the game, one pick in the game. Benny Snell Jr. with a beautiful touchdown run. Deontay Johnson with a touchdown at lone touchdown after halftime. Ryan Finley mm-hmm. somehow beats the Pittsburgh Steelers 7 of 13 for 89 yards and a touchdown in the game. Giovanni Bernard kicks our ass 25 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown in the game. Ryan Finley with 47 yards on the ground. Beautiful 23-yard touchdown run in the game. Giovanni Bernard with a touchdown through the air. Mackenzie Alexander with a touchdown through the air. But the Steelers suck. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how uh, how the Bengals won this game with that uh, stat by, line by, right by, there. By running but... the ball and... Uh, the Steelers offense no, it was, it being was, terrible. Yeah, I mean it was a, it was a sad performance. I mean, you know, I, I was at work during this 89 game. Eighty nine yards. And you were Ryan Finley. Eighty nine yards. You were texting me during this game, and you and, and you started ignoring my text. No, I, no, I wasn't ignoring your. I text. figured you were like, well, he's out of control. No, no, I, was, I wasn't ignoring you. No, but usually you are out of control. Like even if I mean the Steelers could be up by fourteen points, and you'd still be texting me those negative sort of texts, like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. This happened, but I mean. I didn't expect when I, once I got home and I saw what the score was, I was shocked. Like I, I didn't, I didn't oh, I remember look at that the text score. Were, yeah, I remember the. Yeah, actually, it was Monday night. Yeah, I, did, I did, actually didn't look at the score because I expected the Steelers. You're like, to that's win. a surprising score line. I'm like, yeah, yeah no <laughs> fucking shit. That's a surprising score. Line. I had no idea. Seventeen no, nothing. You think? I had no. No, I didn't even see it to that point. It was like twenty four to fourteen. I, that's when I said it was like twenty four to fourteen. I'm like, oh my god, that's really bad right there because I just expected the Steelers to run away with this one. <clears throat> yeah, it was ugly. The entire they didn't score a point in the first half. <clears throat> they didn't run the ball at all in the first quarter. I mean, I think they punted the ball. I think the Steelers punted the ball five times in the first quarter. Four times in the first quarter. They didn't run the ball at all. They started running the ball in the second quarter of the game. They got some. They got a little bit of momentum with Benny Snell. They were running the ball pretty well uh, in the second quarter. They came out in the third quarter. They scored a touchdown. I think on four or five plays. I uh, said, well, this is working, so let's stop running the ball. I know they were behind in the game, but they weren't so far behind at that point at 17-7 to 7, that they needed to completely abandon the run game. But nonetheless, they did, and the Steelers were able to get a touchdown in the fourth quarter, but by that point, it was too late. Nothing could be done, but the Steelers are imploding. It's an epic proportion. I mean, this is... This is it's a demolition. This is 11-0 to 11-3 with the Colts and the Browns on deck, the Steelers could potentially finish 11 and five with five straight losses rolling into the playoff. Potentially, potentially Ben, but I can see it happening, especially with the matchup they have this weekend. Yeah. You like this, don't you? I don't like it at all. I mean, Earlier I know, in the season, I was like, ah, you were pretty excited. Spicy shots. We had those nice spicy, spicy shots, shots in honor of, of and the, Friday's like, Ben, I think, you, I think, I think you need to be a little more realistic. Are you watching the games? <laughs> Are you seeing how they're playing these games? And I'm like, Fucking spicy shots, sixteen to zero. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was. I mean, look, you. And you're you like, won, man, be more realistic. And yeah, I'm like, I mean, you won, you won spicy a lot shots. Of, you know, you you won a lot of games that were sort of in question against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, obviously them going to the AFC Championship game last year. You beat them. You beat the Browns. You beat you know Baltimore. Uh, but it's those other those other games that were pretty close against Philadelphia. I mean, you know. The Eagles aren't a very good team. I mean, closer against, than it should have been against, uh, well, against basically the entire NFC East. I mean, they didn't perform too well against those teams. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, they, they had a fairly 
it was an easy schedule early on. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, the first hard game, we had the Giants. We opened with the Giants, went to the Broncos, went to the Texans, then went to the Eagles, and then we finally get a game against the Browns before they were really getting it in gear, beat the Titans by three, beat the Ravens by three, then went to what we at the time didn't realize was going to be a sorry Cowboys team. Then we went to the Bengals, beat up on them uh, without Joe, uh, with, uh, with Joe Burrow at that point. I, no, without Joe Burrow at that point. Uh, then we go to the Jags. Then we go to the Ravens. Lose to the Ra- or we beat well, the Ravens that, that was, without uh, any yeah, players. That was, that was a decimated team. Without any players, then we lose to Washington. Lose to the Bills. Lose to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And what's we having tomorrow? <sighs> Ugly. Not much to be said there. Uh, but yesterday on the on the beautiful beautiful Christmas day, yeah, not much to say here except the New Orleans Saints just put an ass whooping fifty two to thirty three. Yeah, what do you think about these stats that's for Alva Kamara? Twenty two of one fifty five and six. That's crazy. Record setting touchdowns right there. That 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 is amazing. I mean, you know, anybody six. that had him on on their fantasy team, I'm sure you won. Yeah, I'm sure I actually I actually looked at this website and I went to another website because mm-hmm. I Just didn't watch to, the game yesterday because I, I said it cannot, I forgot that can't forgot be that, right. Yeah, I forgot these these games were even played. But that I mean, Taysom Hill with a touchdown, but Breeze. 19 to 26 for 311, two picks. Breeze is not ready for primetime right now. Not but apparently not the rest long. of the team is. Mm-hmm. Kamara is. He definitely is. Six, Six touchdowns. touchdowns. My God. Uh, poor Kirk Cousins, 27 of 41 for 291. Yeah, three, touchdowns. three touchdowns and but, a losing effort. But man. what are you going to do against six touchdowns at 52 points? <laughs> Did you get the, did you take the over under in this one? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bet on this game. Another game that goes 80, was it 85 points? Good Lord. Uh, today we had a couple games. Buccaneers yeah. forty-seven Not much against there. the hapless Lions seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the Buccaneers look like they're rolling pretty good right now. Tom Brady with four TDs on three hundred forty-eight yards. Even Blaine Gabbert got some mop-up duty, and even he scored a couple <laughs> touchdowns against the hapless <laughs> Detroit Lions, scoring two touchdowns. Mike Evans all over the place with touchdowns. Rob Gronkowski again with two touchdowns in this game. But Chase Daniel eighty-six yards. David Blue. 49 yards. Blue. Matthew Stafford got hurt. 17 yard or 17 yards in the game. Pretty pathetic. Uh last game, or not the last game, but the 49ers actually had a nice game against the Cardinals mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. winning 20 to 12. You start Bethard, you win a game. CJ Bethard. Fuck Nick Mullins. Yeah, they go to six and nine. That a long time ago. Yep. Cardinals go to eight and seven. But Bethard with three touchdowns and 182 yards, 13 to 22, somewhat efficient. Yeah, well, and uh Cardinals are a really going to struggle to get in the yeah, playoffs right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're probably not going to make the playoffs now. I mean, you know, they won that huge game against the Eagles. That was a close game. But this is another one that they needed. They needed to approach this as if it was a playoff game. And to lose 20-12, to 12, uh, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. It's too bad. I mean, they, they they started off very well. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray played really well early on in the season. Right now, this game, 31-50 for 247 and a pick. Mm-hmm. No touchdowns. Kenyon Drake with 45 yards and a TD. No touchdowns receiving in this game. Kyler Murray was sacked a bunch of times. You know, the the, the Niners defense played well. They really balled uh, Murray up. I think they sacked him, sacked him three or four times in this game. But they really balled him up, took away the running game, and he was not able to perform. But in an exciting game, the last Ooh. game of the week, Dolphins 26 Raiders. 25 Raiders go to 7 and 8. Dolphins go to 10 and 5. Probably almost guaranteed a playoff spot. At this point, uh, but what do you think about 
Ryan Fitzpatrick taking over for the bench mm-hmm. to Tua to come in and win this yeah, game. Amazing pass at the end of the game, getting his head turned all the way around and throwing it basically blind down the sideline and connecting with his receiver with Hollins. And uh, no, I mean, I, I would start Fitzpatrick. I mean, I, w- I would just continue roll with Fitzpatrick. You can't keep on doing this where you put Tua in, pull him out, put Fitzpatrick. I mean, you just can't keep on doing that. Just, just you know what? Roll with Fitzmagic and see what happens. See if he's got that magic going into the playoffs. I agree. Look at Tua's stat line. 17 of 22. 94 yards. For 94 yards and a touchdown. Got sacked a bunch in this game as well. But Fitzpatrick comes in in the fourth quarter. 9 of 13 for 182 yards. Doubles. Tua's output in a single quarter mm-hmm. with a touchdown in the game. Miles Gaskin with a touchdown. Uh, but the Raiders season is ended, and Miami Dolphins have something to be excited about. Derek Carr, 21-34 for 336 and a touchdown. But, wow, the Dolphins are for real. The Dolphins are for real. They're to go, I mean, no, they're not for real, but they're going to the playoffs. I mean, uh, they, they, I mean, for the Dolphins. This I mean, is no, for real. No, it's great. It's great for the Dolphins and their fans, but uh, they're not going to go too far in the playoffs. I mean, out of all of the great AFC teams, they are at the bottom. They're at the bottom of the totem pole. That is not an untrue statement. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, did they get any touchdowns? Uh, Derek Carr had a touchdown on the ground. Oh, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. The Eagles cast off with a beautiful Jukes. Yeah. Jukes, his Dick. defender, Dick catches the ball. the ball and Jukes another defender on his way to the end zone Dick. for 155 yards and a touchdown. Am I going to start taking shots for hitting on Aguilar? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, yeah. Why don't you do, why don't you, why don't you take a shot for hitting on Aguilar? I don't know if this is pretty late for a shot. Yeah, right no, now. I well, know. you said it. You did I, it. You you gave yeah, me. Yeah, but that was never part of a. Should we prick our fingers inside a new contract <laughs> no, no, right now? You, you're bad mouthing a, a prior well, eagle a player. One, a little shot. Okay, All right, and then I mean, we'll, and this then we'll, part of you know our contract. And then we'll go. Uh, and then we'll. It'll, it'll you brought it up. Added. And then we'll go to break and we'll uh, we'll break down the, right, the games for bit. next week. Give me your give me your shot glass. Just a little one. Just a little one for you. Because I'm gonna have to take a a steal or a. Uh, a Frane uh, restroom break pretty soon, or oh, yeah, or I'll be uh, I'll be peeing under the table. Yep, we're almost there. Pretty shortly. Yeah, okay, yours is still a bit smaller. That's what she said. All right, said. Yeah. all right. <laughs> that's, that's definitely what she said. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Oh, that's good all stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all the games for this week, Frane. Right. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, week 16 picks and your betting lines, Ben. All right, we'll be right back with the week 16 picks. All right, and we are back with our week 16 picks and Ben's betting line. His betting lines, actually. Well, actually, well... Vegas is betting lines, but you're betting corner, Ben. Yeah, can you believe that we, we don't are your betting corner anymore? This is part of your betting corner. Yeah, this is the you know this is the new <laughs> betting we, corner. We're trying to hurt his podcast along, but it's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it still extends itself somehow. Yeah, and I'm actually trying to bring the website up right now. We're finally getting to it. Got to log in. Let's get these betting lines Let's up. See. For next week, can you believe we're heading into week sixteen? With only two. Man, I mean, you were saying you couldn't believe go. it, like in week three, but I really can't believe that it is almost twenty twenty one, Ben, and uh, we are at week sixteen of the NFL season. And Crazy. it's a sad state of affairs for the Steelers. Sad state, and a, a sad, sad state, state of, of affairs, affairs for twenty twenty for the Eagles <laughs> and for twenty twenty. Next week we'll have our kicking twenty twenty to the curb 
episode. It'll be 2021 when we have our episode, so everything will be better. Coronavirus will be gone. Everything <laughs> will be open. The Steelers will I be the Steelers will be on their way happen. to the Super Bowl. Everything will be good. Yeah, Eagles Steelers Super Bowl happening. Yeah, exactly. That'd be so awesome. Uh, first up, Denver Broncos <clears throat> at L.A. Chargers. The Chargers are minus three. Over under 48. What say you about the Chargers and Anthony Lynn? I'm too nice to be a head coach, Lynn. Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to win this one. As far as the over under, that is a tough one. Uh, you know, the Broncos actually scored a lot of points. Um, I would say under 48. Interesting. I'm going to take the Chargers in this game as well. Uh, but I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease that down. I'm going to tease that down six points down to plus three. And I'm going to tease the under up to 54 in this game. I think the Broncos can score some points, especially down here in LA. John Elway might be onto something with Drew Luck. He might not, but he might be. But I'm taking the charges in this game. Next up, Cleveland Browns minus four receivers and a defensive player due to COVID protocol in this game. The New York Jets are only getting seven points with the over-under 44. Baker Mayfield's going to have to do it with just the running game and himself this week. Yeah, and I think that'll be enough to beat the Jets. Uh, I, you know, I don't think they're going to take the Jets as lightly as the Rams did. They saw what they did to the Rams last week, and I think the Browns are going to take them seriously and win this one. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's the, the Jets, Jets just beat the Rams. I know they did. Frank Gore, <laughs> the ageless wonder, just beat. 59 yards on the ground. Yeah, but he beat, but he won the game, and he had the third down conversion at the end. And he's not going to retire going 0-16. No. Well, he's going to retire going 1-15. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much better. Uh, down four receivers. Chubb and Hunt are still playing. Okay, you're going to say Browns. Okay, but Browns. I'm going to take... <laughs> God, every time I see New York Jets on my screen, I feel like I got to pick them. I don't know why. It's I just know. like a, just an involuntary reaction. Yeah, I'm going to take the Browns, but I'm going to stay away from the line <laughs> in the game. I'll, if anything, I would take the over, over mm -hmm. 44, because I think the Jets are, are poised to score some points in this game. Mm -hmm. And I think the Browns will also score some points in this game, even without the receivers. Next up, Bengals at Houston Texans. Texans favored by seven over the Bengals that just beat the Steelers. Mm -hmm. What does that say about the Steelers over under 44? I'm going to choose uh, the Texans in this one. And I say over 44. Interesting. How much do you think the Texans are going to win by? Um, I would say seven. Uh, I would say about at least 10 points. Really? Yeah. So you think the Steelers are that bad? They had a bad game. You <laughs> think they're that <laughs> They've bad. had three bad games. They've had three bad games in a row. <laughs> in a row. Since 1969, <laughs> the last team to be this bad after going 11-0. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll take the Texans in this game. Again, I'm going to stay away from the line, but I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to be over 44. Did you say over? Yep. All right. Next up, Colts at Steelers. The Steelers, for some <clears throat> unknown reason are favored by two points in this game. Earlier in the week, they were a, a one-and-a-half-point dog, but for some reason, they are minus two with an over-under of oh, it's, it's, 40. It's because Juju's not going to dance. On uh, Actually, no, they're, they're playing at home, so he, would, he wouldn't be dancing anyways. Uh, does yeah. he dance? Does he dance on the on the Steelers logo? Or is it, is I don't know. Well, well, he probably does. Yeah, but, but he, he won't this week. No. He won't this week. He said for the betterment of himself and the betterment of the team. He's, he's really matured these last few weeks after getting bulldozed and fumbling the ball. But is that really why he shouldn't do it? 
for the betterment I mean, of himself, yeah, for I mean, the betterment should, of the he, team? He, he probably shouldn't do it at all. Yeah, but well, what does that, that even mean? TikTok. For the betterment of the team? No yeah, one gives I, a fuck what yeah. you do. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. He thought, he thought it sounded mature. And if you, I mean, somebody said this week that, you know, he's going to be due about 16 to $18 million, and the closest comparator to him is Cooper Cup. But if you actually look at Cooper Cup's numbers compared to, to Juju's, they are almost exactly the same. Yeah, and, and well, Cooper Cup has great hands, too. Yeah, and Juju's and been garbage the last two years since Antonio Brown left. <laughs> he had a great year in the last year in 2000 and, 2018 before mm. A.B. departed. I don't know how he grows his beard, Ben. I mean, I'm, I'm growing out my beard. And it's itching already. Oh, I love like, the itch. Do you, do that? you gotta love the itch. No, I don't know about that. You love the itch. I don't, it's like I haven't, I haven't shaved for two weeks. Ben said, "Stop shaving because it's so much easier." Like, well, no, no, yeah. But you gotta, you gotta let it grow a little bit. Then I, the, itch, I, the itch will stop. It stops. Yeah, okay, the itch will okay, stop. Because I'm, I'm itching. Like just right now, you got a little baby face. You got a little. Your face is like, what is this? I don't know what's happening to my face. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I've grown out my beard before. I think this is the longest it's been when? ever. I think. This is, no, I think this is probably the longest it's ever been. I, I'll usually shave after a week, maybe a week and a half, but this, it's been about a solid two weeks. But it's itching. Yeah, usually he grows it out for about a week, flexes in the mirror, and then shaves it. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. You do that. You've been the one. You're flexing. looking like, oh, I can, oh, look at me. I'm yeah. done. Look at this hair I, I, on my I face. I can't, I can't work look out. I, my, I can't go to the gym. I have a gym right here. You I can know use you it anytime one. you want. I know, but it's cold. It's outdoors. <laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, that day was like seventy yeah, degrees. Yeah, I watched the Arnold workout. He's like, work out, except when it's cold. <laughs> and when it's cold, definitely don't work out. Don't. Yeah, that's what that was his philosophy. To squat a lot, you have to squat a lot unless it's cold. <laughs> and if it's cold, it's cold. I mean, like you definitely get all take the day off and, and get a pizza. <laughs> um. <laughs> Are we on but, the Colts and Steelers? But the, itch, the itch will go away. Oh, okay. Colts and Steelers. Steelers All are right. favored by two, over under 43. I'm sorry to say it, Ben, but I think the Colts won this one. Uh, what am I supposed to do here? Are you going to take a line? The line, minus two, tease it, over, uh, under? You know, I would say over 43, though. Oh, God. With the Steelers? I'd say under 27. Uh, <laughs> I got to take, take the Colts in this game. My brain says Colts. I mean, Vegas is much like the stock market. You know, it doesn't catch up right away. Uh, they had the Steelers favored by 14 last week after having them favored the week before against Washington. So Vegas is taking a little while. They they build up slowly and they drop off slowly. So I think the line in this game probably should be the other way. It should be Colts probably by three should be the line with an over under of about 48. So I'm going to take the over and I'm going to take the Colts plus two. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I mean, you'd be insane to bet on the Steelers in this game. I mean, I, I mean the way they've played, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I the mean, way the Colts have played. The Colts are better than the Steelers on special teams. I mean, they're for sure really picking up, yeah, their game. And the Colts played well, yeah, and they've been playing well. They're better than the Steelers on special teams for sure. They're better than the Steelers on defense right now, and they're better than the Steelers on offense right now. Mm-hmm. So three minus zero is three. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bears favored by eight mm-hmm. with an over-under of 46.5. What do you think about the Trubiskys going down to the dirty, dirty? I, I, I see Chicago win this game. Where Doug Marone wants to lose, actually. Um, by more than eight, I don't know. Um, that I'm not sure, but uh, the over-under at 46.5, I, I could go with the over on that. You're not feeling it with Gardner Minshew? Nope. All right. Ryan Fitzmagic, the second Gardner Minshew, 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears, but I'm going to tease it down to minus two, and I'm going to tease the over down to 40.5. Next up, Carolina Panthers at Washington football team. Washington only favored by a point over under 41.5. This is a this is an enticing little matchup right here. Mm-hmm. Um, They're essentially the is, same team. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough game to call in this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously for the Eagles, it would be huge if Washington loses and they win. Would it be huge? Uh, um, but you know, I, I you know not only because I'm rooting for the Eagles to make the playoffs. <laughs> that's not the only reason I'm going to choose Carolina. I I just think Carolina is a better team right now with what's going on in Washington. You know, with, with with Dwayne Haskins. Not that I have a problem with him going to strip clubs. I don't care. Let him let him let let the kid live his life. I don't care. But uh, I I just think Carolina is a better football team right now. Interesting. <clears throat> Hard to feel bad for the Carolina Panthers Over right now. Over forty one and a half, though. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Panthers plus one in this game. But mm-hmm. Washington, poor Dan Snyder's not having a good week. Uh, reports out this week that he settled a sexual harassment lawsuit for one point six million dollars. That usually means he didn't do it. And he's suing, and he's suing some of his junior partners or threatening to sue his junior partners because he thinks they're trying to usurp him. I'm actually a little bit. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm, I mean, usurping just sounds yeah, hilarious. It sounds I'm, like I'm almost kind of some his, Game of Thrones shit. I'm almost kind of on his side in this because I feel like they're they're just sort of like and they should everyone's, usurp him. Everyone's against him right now. They should be, but. You know, just because he settled a lawsuit doesn't necessarily mean... No, no, just because he's a terrible owner. That's why. Yeah, I don't he's, care. No, he's definitely a terrible you know, owner. It, whatever he did, he did. That's his business. But there's definitely a little Game of Thrones shit going yeah, on yeah. in Washington yeah. right now. There's a little bit of a Cersei in the background trying to undermine Dan Snyder. Is is there like a um a kid in a wheelchair? That yeah, all the there? minority owners, all the all the all the ten percent and five percent owners out there, they think they should be king, uh, but they don't have enough money to be king. I will be king. I don't want to be king, but I will be king. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't they don't just give it to the the least qualified candidate like they did in Game of Thrones? Yeah, but he was a visionary. Who's that? What's his face? Bran? The, Bran. Bran was a visionary. Yeah, because he could see visions. He could see visions, exactly. <laughs> I, could, I, I am one with the crow. Uh, exactly. Or the raven. And if they can find a, 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 a raven um, seeker or what is it? <laughs> I, mean, they, I mean, if they can find anybody else other than Dan Snyder, obviously they'd be more successful than where they're at right now. Yeah, but it takes a lot to make you feel bad for Dan Snyder, but I kind of feel bad. I feel like he's getting a raw deal right now. I want to see through the eyes of the Raven. Exactly. Ooh, next up, Giants at Ravens. The Ravens favored by nine and a half over under 44 against the G-Men. I see the Ravens win this one. By 10? Yeah, I could see that. Why not? I mean, Giants play terrible this weekend. Yeah, but the Giants, they're sneaky good when they want to be. They are sneaky good. Joe Judge is a good head coach. Over 44. All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take over 44, but I'm also gonna take the G Men plus nine point five. I think the G Men are gonna keep this close with their defense. All right. Next up, your Falcons <laughs> at the Kansas yeah, City no Chiefs. No chance. I mean, the Chiefs are gonna win this one. Chiefs favored by my uh, ten and a half. Yeah, Chiefs over under fifty two point five. All the way, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs by ten by eleven. Why not? Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons plus ten point five. Okay. Next up, but I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Yeah. Next up, Rams. Oh, game of the week. Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks only favored by a point. Essentially, a pick them over under 47.5. Game of the week. All right. Um, it's really the only game on the schedule that means anything. Don't 
Well, the, the Eagles game also means something. Bobby, but, and the, uh, and the, <laughs> they all mean something. Well, some of them mean something, but this is a huge, huge game. Don't, because don't tell Sonya. Wouldn't they be tied after this, don't essentially, at the at the top of the division? I think the Rams are going to win. I think one. the Rams would be back in first place if they win this game. I think the Rams are going to win. I, I do. I think they're going to be so pissed off about last week, they're going to come out and win this game. And the Seahawks have been very disappointed. You've never... You've never done this before. I don't think I ever have. But you've she's not. She's always, not sitting. She's you, not but sitting, even when she's, she's not, not sitting here. But even when she's not sitting here, mm-hmm. you don't do this, Mm-mm. which is a little bit shocking to me. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. remember this moment. I mean, you you've chosen against the Seahawks. I don't usually do it, but I think in this but game, but you've I, never I think, done it before. I think the Rams will win. I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. Minus one, I think, is way less than they need or more than they need. I see Seahawks are going to win this game by seven. Over under 47.5, I'll take the over. Mm-hmm. Seahawks are going to come out and make a statement in this game. Next up, Eagles at the Cowboys. Your Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no. The Eagles are favored by three against a team in their division that is leading them in the division. Mm-hmm. Ooh, favored by three with an over under of five zero. And playing five, in Dallas. Zero. Playing in the house that Jerry built. <laughs> uh, the I, house that Jimmy Johnson built is a better way to say it. But I think the Eagles should win this game. Yeah, Steelers should have won the last three games. <laughs> Eagles should win this one, and I'm going to go under 50. You think they're going to win by three? Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to take, take the Eagles in this game. Minus three, I think they're going to win by six. And I'm going to take the under, under 50. I think it's going to be more like a 25 to 17 affair. Mm -hmm. Next up, Titans at Packers. Your Green Bay Packers. Tennessee Titans are three-point underdogs to the Packers in Lambeau over under 54. This is not the game of the week, but it might be the most fun game to watch. Uh, you know what? Your I'm, narcissist in chief, Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against what I usually pick. Ben. You kind of look like Aaron Rodgers. You kind of look like Aaron Rodgers now with the with, beard, right? With the yeah, beard yeah. and the you, know, you got the same. That's what you and Sonya have said. You, you I got the same like nose, same nose with the yeah, hoodie. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, maybe I kind of look like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you don't have but, that you know, arrogant sort of winking, nodding. <laughs> I've yeah, only won I've, one Super Bowl in 20 years. Kind of look about you. I've been told that I look a little arrogant because I always have a smirk on my face, but it's only because my my face is stuck that way. You know, I have laugh lines. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you see that touchdown I just threw in my meaningless season number 16? Uh, you know, actually, I see the Titans win this one, Ben. I, I usually choose the Green Bay Packers, but uh, I think the Titans are going to win this one. You're throwing everything upside down. I know. I don't know what to make of this. Uh, Tennessee Titans plus three. Packers over to 54. At home. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to mm-hmm. take the Packers minus three. Why are you choosing against your beloved? I, no, I, I just think uh, they have... Not that they're a bad team. I just think they sort of regressed the past few weeks. I've, I've been disappointed with the way they've played, uh, but the Titans are picking up, and I think they are, you know, getting to playoff form right now. Interesting. Just like last season, this late in the season. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit scared. When you're picking against the Seahawks, I know. I you're know. picking against the Packers. It's not like me. You know, very it's like, a, it's like a Ghostbusters <laughs> movie. You know, dogs and cats sleeping together. <laughs> Uh, next up, Buffalo Bills at New England Wait, who do you Patriots. Pick? Oh, I'm going to take the, uh, that game, Packers minus three. Oh, okay. And I'm going to take the under. I don't think it's going to be that high mm-hmm. scoring. It's going to be cold. Next up, or last up, 
Buffalo Bills at the hapless New England Patriots. Oh, Bills. The Bills favored by seven. The over-under 46.5. Bills all the way. Is Cam going to start in this game? Is he going to throw him out there and embarrass him again? Uh, it doesn't matter who starts, but the Bills are playing amazing right now. So I think the Bills all the way. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to win this game probably by 10. I'll take the Bills minus seven. I'll take the over 46.5. But this just goes to show why you don't listen to the narrative, why you don't read Twitter, why you don't read Yard Barker or the rest of that garbage. Remember at the beginning of this season when there were all these people clamoring and saying that Cam Newton was being underpaid, that there was a conspiracy against him. Had he been any other quarterback, he'd be making 10 or 15 or $20 million a year. It looks like the Patriots overpaid. Mm Mm-hmm. For Cam Newton. And this is why you don't listen to the hype because he has played about as bad as a quarterback could play. Yep. I think CJ Beathard would have played better <laughs> for this team. I think uh, Josh McCown would have played better for this team. Oh, wow. I think, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cam Newton has 15 interceptions on the game to 10 TD or on the year to 10 TDs, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's look that up, actually. <laughs> Let me look up that game. Let me look up Cam Newton's stats. Yeah, now I've turned into Bill Burr all of a sudden. 2020. Uh, TDs, five, interceptions, 10. Total yards on a season, 2,381, 65.9% completion percentage. Not a great year for Cam. All right, that's it for the games of the week. Oh, it's front. Are you writing down your Fantastic Five or your? Oh no, actually, I'm just writing down the um, the ingredients in the shot. <laughs> oh, the ingredients in the shot. <laughs> just so I remember what they were. All right, see, we're gonna make it. We're only two or three. Yeah, right. All we gotta Let's do go. is get through the let's shot. Go. All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week, which is in honor of the new year. Fuck 2020. Let's get rid of this year. Everybody is sick and tired of it. Hopefully 2021 will be better. Unfortunately, Ben, we don't have a name for this. So um, when we take our pee break right now, we're going to have to come up with a shot with a name for this shot because actually Sonya came up with one. I'll see if, you know, if, if you agree with that one. We'll, we'll float it on yeah. the board meeting and we'll yeah. see what <laughs> the chairman says. Exactly. All right. Hold on for one second. We'll be right back. Right, and we are back with our shot of the week. Actually, this is the drinking portion of the show. We just talked about all of the football news. We did all the recaps and the picks and Ben's the betting lines, but it is drinking time now. Well, we were already drinking, but now we're actually sampling our shots and our beverage and our beer of the week. And Ben is playing with the wires over here. What's wrong, Ben? Oh, I just felt like I heard a little click or something when I when I when we came when we come oh, back from break. That? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. All right, then it's just me. Yeah, I think it's just I'm being you're, you're, anal <laughs> retentive, as they say. <laughs> is that what they say? Yes. All right. So tonight's shot of the week is in honor of the new year, 2021. Out with the old and in with the new. Fuck. 2020 2020 has been a terrible year ben are you thankful for anything in 2020 uh shorter commute that is true that is true i am just happy to still More have a time job. with my family i am happy to have a job uh me and you both yep, Ben. definitely happy to have uh, a job. there are a lot of people out there that have lost their jobs uh this year unfortunately I and mean, it's just been terrible i mean 2020 has just ravaged all of us and um 
this shot is in honor of a better new year. Hopefully, things get better in 2021. Maybe. Yeah, we'll and if it happens see. again, let's hope we can we handle it a little yeah, bit better Maybe, than well, we did this time. They're already talking about a new strain of COVID-19. I guess that'd be COVID-20, right? <laughs> COVID, Are we going to have COVID-20? Ravaging COVID-20? Yeah, I just... 21? I mean, regardless, you know, I think that a lot of the problems we had were American problems, not necessarily a political problem. Uh, I think we're just a... a I mean, it's, it's as a, a people, we're going to deal... We're going to... I mean, how we dealt with it, I don't yeah. think you could blame on one particular person or one particular, you know, political party. I just feel like this is an American way that we handle this. But uh, in the future, I hope that we could help. As Franny said, happy to have a job. Yeah. Uh, and we're definitely not a political show at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope that we will help people that deserve help a little bit better the next time. Here, watch watch how you hold that shot because that syrup is running down Wait, the side. Wait, what is that in the middle of the shot? Uh, I am not sure. I think that's probably a simple... What I th- is I th- that I think that's, in the middle of the <laughs> shot? I think it's a simple syrup. It's a simple syrup, which is a sugary... Well, it's basically dissolved sugar in water. And I just try to add a little bit of sweetness to the vodka. It looks like you're... you're, you're, you're it looks like a little bit of... Uh, like you got a little virus growing in the middle looks, of this it glass. Looks, it looks like something in there, for sure. That is uh, a, little, <laughs> a little bit scary what, what we got going on here. Uh, but uh, the, the shot of the night, actually signed and dubbed it the 21-gun salute. We are saluting the new year. Hopefully a better new year, 2021. Hopefully bring some new opportunities, some new promise. Um, hopefully. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're just hoping just to be better to each other. Can we well, just all hope, hope to be better we, to each other? I'm always we're always good to each other, though. Of ben. course, of course, <laughs> we're uh, good to each other. I Hopefully, just, the rest of the world can figure it out. Let's be more like New Yorkers and less like Californians. Let's <laughs> let's let's be I don't honest. Think New Yorkers let's, are better to each other. Let's be honest, but we're honest with each other. Let's Maybe, be honest with but each being other. Honest doesn't always mean better. It's sometimes uh, better to keep your honesty to yourself. No, it's never better to keep your honesty <laughs> to yourself. To yourself. <laughs> Bro, yo, bro, you smell, bro. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Did B. you take a fucking from- shower today? <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the California, just keep it quiet. It's like this guy smells. I'll just keep it quiet. I'll just, you know, keep it to myself. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. Like even today in the uh, what shopping today, it's like I I did. Bro, what's I, going on with your face over I, there? I bumped. Why do you have this hair growing off your face? All sloppy and itchy, like I bumped into this guy at the store. I, I like I turned I turned and I turned around and I bumped into him and I said I'm sorry, and he's like no no don't worry about it. And then as soon as he went back to his wife, I heard him say you see that fucking asshole. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but you just said it was totally. Why don't you tell me I'm a fucking? I'm, I'm nice to everybody. I like, don't why care. don't you I'm tell not... me I'm a fucking asshole? Yeah. Why are you telling your wife over there? I don't know. Maybe he wants to. Oh, act no, like he he's totally cool. See that dickhead? It's like, <laughs> see this motherfucker with the beard? I would have been like, dude, just watch where you're going. Looks like he's been working out. No, not I don't want to fight him. I took the week off, so. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> I just interrupted you. So, but yeah, no, no, twenty-one gun salute. I think it's a it's 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 a great name for the shot. Let's uh, salute to the new year, Ben. We're gonna salute to each other right now. Cheers to you. But in the shot, we got some vodka, some uh, Belvedere vodka. Uh, we oh, also you have, broke out the good stuff. Yeah, good stuff, and we also have actually all vodka is the same. All, there's no good vodka. Vodka is vodka. I know. It tastes like vodka. That's it why I matter. love those like uh, uh, those specials around the world when they go to Russia and you go to the Russian liquor store and yeah. it's like all vodka. It's like a hundred yards of same. vodka. They all taste the same. And they're like the locals, like no, you get it's like the bottom shelf. They're like get this one next. You know, don't get this one. Get this one. But it's like the, one of the cheaper ones. They all taste the same. They vodka is vodka. Potatoes, potato. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so vodka. 
Uh, and it's a layered shot too. I mean, it, actually, I found it online. Um, I is just it, Googled is it layered? shots. It's a layered shot. You can't you can you can't tell too much right now in the pictures on Instagram <laughs> and on Twitter. You can. That, I mean, that's that looks pretty disgusting. Uh, it's it's cold outside, so it's sort of co- coagulated. Uh, but we have some vodka, a little bit, and it's sitting on top of uh, some sour apple liqueur. And in the vodka, I also added a little bit of um, lemonade, just a little bit of yellowness to it. Uh, and also there are some, um, it's like edible sort of sprinkle. Like, so you, you, it adds a little bit of, uh, sheen to sheen, sheen (laughs) to the shot. So, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, you know, in the pictures, it's really difficult to tell. I mean, if you really look at it though, Ben, there's some like, I actually can't even tell right now, but, um, you know what? That was my whole idea behind this shot was making it look like sort of like a firecracker. You know, it's a new it's, year. It's actually, I, I'm sorry I'm making fun of you. It's, it's actually a really nice shot. It's, I just can't help but make fun of the way it looks now. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it's kind of falling apart on the table. But if you look bit. on Instagram, you'll see. But it's, you know, there's crystallized sugar on the rim. Um, so yeah, 21 gun salute, salute Ben. Let's give us a shot. So it's vodka, fresh. lemonade, um, some simple uh, syrup, and it's layered on top of that uh, sour apple liqueur. Try to add a little bit of sourness to the sweetness. So let's see how this tastes. Let's do it. Cheers. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, wow. It tastes like tastes like candy. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Actually, the lemonade added enough sourness. I didn't even have to add the sour apple. But the sour apple adds an extra layer of that souriness, but then that simple syrup gives that a little bit of sugariness. Ooh, that's, that's really good. good. That's actually better than I thought it would be. Oh, that's really good. And this is my shot. This is, nobody came up with that shot. That's my shot. This is yours from your brain. I was inspired, but then I added more ingredients to it. Yeah, I was trying to find that song I was singing later or earlier. Mm, that I tastes like, um, like that sour apple caramel lollipop that was it so tastes popular. like an all-day sucker that was popular back when i was in high school i'm not sure if they still sell those things but it's like almost like a sour apple um caramel sort of lollipop yeah good. it's almost like yeah. a and almost like an ice cream i had on the east coast once it was like a sour apple it was like a sour apple cream or something like mm-hmm. that i had on cape cod sorry i did go to massachusetts occasionally mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, it was like a sour apple cream. Why are you sorry for that. Well, you know, we're New Yorkers. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize <laughs> for going. But you drive by all the houses like during the summer, you see all the Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox, like all on their TVs. Dicks. Well, I mean, <laughs> what are they, what are they going to do? They got a team that sucks. Uh, and you're probably talking shit to all of them. Yeah, because I always wear my Yankee shit. In the shit. wrong neighborhood. Well, I wear my That's Yankee shit. That's why you don't want to wear your Yankee shit. You don't want to have Yankee shit on your car. Otherwise, you can get your, your windows bashed. Well, I always well, I went with my brother, so at least there were always two of us. Yeah, but I mean, there's more of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And your brother wasn't as ripped back then. Neither were you. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was definitely skinny back then. Friday's like, you better not take more than a week off. <laughs> hey, those BCAAs. <laughs> Branch chain amino acids should really help you out. And I'm going to be taking them. <laughs> they don't do anything, but it does. It just gets in your mind. It's like a mind game. As long as it's in my mind. But this shot was really good. Hey, but those steroids, I got you. <laughs> Let me inject those into your ass, Ben. Those would be good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are the, the, the specialty. Horse testosterone, yeah, actually. The yeah. Gronk <laughs> slash Derrick Henry 
supplement that that front it brought me today yeah no i was actually i was um i didn't well i didn't have anything to, i was like this morning i woke up and there was absolutely nothing to watch on tv so i started watching like the strongman competition that's fun it's, that's actually it's a fun. lot of fun because they do ridiculous shit like flipping tires and dragging no, I mean, trucks it's, it's and fun but it's not natural i mean none of those guys are gonna live to see 50 years old i mean those guys are juicing i mean you can tell they're juicing yeah they don't sh- even hide it no, it used to be like a bunch of guys from Sweden. Yeah. And, well, I mean, the, the, there was a Latvian guy. There was some, you know, there was some Americans there. There was. Uh, oh, yeah. Was that, the Latvian uh, performance enhancing yeah. <laughs> drug uh, <laughs> group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but it's like, you know, they're strong, but they're all juicing. They don't they don't try to hide it at all. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no hiding lifting a thousand pounds and running with that shit on your back. No, you can't do that as a mortal human being. You can't do it. I love the like when they lift the. I don't know. Sometimes it's balls. Sometimes it's like bricks. But it's like yeah. the first one is like two hundred pounds. Then it's like four hundred pounds. It's like five hundred yeah. pounds. That's what, I mean, but they they carry the, <laughs> and like, then they throw it up on a on a ledge. Uh huh. And it makes you feel like such a weakling. Well, you, know, like you watch these guys. You're like, damn. But it's not. I mean, I, it's, it, like they they carried a two hundred seventy five pound anvil. Yeah. 275 pounds. Like, I can barely lift yeah, 110 pounds and just carry that shit. Yeah, no, they do, like, ridiculous stuff. Like, they'll squat. Yeah. Like, you know, they put, like, a like a tree limb on each side or mm-hmm. something, or they put, like, a... But whatever it is, it's always a ridiculous... Something ridiculous, but they'll squat, like, 500. Yeah. 600. 700. No, they, like, they, they lift it, like, the race. There was a race where they, like, the first thing they had to lift up was a 275-pound anvil. They ran, I don't know how many meters with that shit. They drop the anvil and then they go and they pick up three motorcycles, which, which yeah. weigh a thousand pounds. <laughs> and then they carried that shit across the line. And it took one dude like 24 seconds to do that shit. I, it, it's mind. I mean, this could, I mean, he's, he's juicing, obviously. But this is why I love either a country where you have nothing to do or a, like a social democracy where you have like, you work 30 hours a week. And you have like a pension, and you're and you're because that's those are the only places where they can train yeah. for this shit. And if something happens, it's covered socially. <laughs> yeah, like an American's like, I what, what? I don't have time for this. I can't. Like I'm working sixty hours a week at Starbucks. I can't be. Tra- well, no, I can't be- or, or or they're like my 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 Blue Shield insurance won't cover this. You know, if I get injured, I can't I can't I can't go to work. So you're so you're doing what, sir? Well, I was <laughs> uh, I was carrying anvils in my in my driveway. I carried. Uh, why were you doing that? I was carried- it was it work related? Uh, no. It was, it was not. It was not work related. It was, it was for fun. I I, I carried three motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, I carried. Uh, my neighbor has a truck, and I I pulled it down the street uh, with my teeth. I lifted a tree trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I, I mean, when you have nothing to watch on TV, that's what you watch. But I mean, these guys are definitely juicing. Way off topic. Yeah, but I do. Anyways. but I do like it though because it's, no, it's, it's so obscure and it's so interesting because it's it's uh, you know these guys like real like this is like what they really want to do. I know. And, they, and even if they win the entire competition, they make less than a football player would make yeah. in a week. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to die at 50. I mean, they do. A lot of yeah. these guys, because they're juicing and the shit that they're taking, it's just so unhealthy for their body. I mean, just even if you didn't juice and you were like a weightlifter, your body just can't take that shit. Yeah, it's not supposed to. No, it's not. I mean, like just like, you know, somebody that goes to McDonald's every day and weighs 400, 500 pounds. Without muscle, but when you put on four or five hundred pounds of muscle, it's the same shit. Your 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 heart just can't take. Yeah, it can't pump I mean, it. No, it can't. I mean, and it, and it can hurt. I mean, it can hurt anything. Like when I deadlift, I'm like, oh, all right, I can deadlift a little more because the worst case scenario, I drop it or you you injure yourself. But if I squat, I'm like, well, be a little bit more careful about shit that's on top of your back. Yeah. So I mean, kudos to those guys for you know doing what they love for a living. But 
they're not going to live very long, unfortunately. Yeah, but if you're in Sweden, yeah. they'll, just, they'll just put you up in, a, in an apartment <laughs> in Stockholm, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Friday. That was a good shot, Ben. Would you that shot that? was really good. <laughs> that was way, way off topic. Uh, what would you rate that shot? But after listening to, you know, all these other podcasts around the NFL and Ringer and uh-huh. Texas, you know, we're giving you something a little different. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you should, maybe you should post it on, uh, like, uh, on, on Twitter. If you have nothing else to do, would you watch the Strongman <laughs> yeah, competition exactly. or I not would. at all? I know. I, I would. would. I did. I would. Uh, I want to see a guy pull a bus. I want to see that. But pull it's, an airplane. But it's very, you know, it's like uh, American Ninja Warrior only times 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, Arnold would have been like, yeah, I don't think so. And it's like it's a, it, but it's like random shit. Like you said, it's like just random stuff that they pick up. Yeah, like boulders, two slot machines. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're throwing yeah. kegs over like a, a I don't know, like what is it? like a, a twenty foot barrier like over their back, like kegs, like full kegs. That's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I remember when I was working in the liquor store when I was like, uh, fourteen, fifteen, and we would have to bring the kegs out even then. And I think they're about one hundred and twenty pounds yeah. i think for a keg and these guys are throwing and i was like 14 i was like struggling with a hand cart <laughs> like i would hear the like the buzzer go off and like you know keg of genesee you know front <laughs> desk i'm like fuck me <laughs> like because it's it, i mean that's heavy yeah i know i, I remember when i went back in the day when i was just a little scrawny kid working at uh, Kmart, way back. It was like early two thousands. And for the kids dude, out there, Kmart used to be a thing. Yeah, so it's like I like like this dude wants a TV. I'd be fucking. Those were little TVs. It's not like the little TVs that we have nowadays that are flat screens. These were like thick, like really like hundred and some pound TV. Like I'd be kicking that shit down like yeah. the the conveyor belt. Like fuck this, I can't lift this shit up. And these guys are throwing the shit over their back. Yeah, this is actually a good moment for front. Yeah. This is like your. This is like one of Friday's first year old moments, because he said Kmart, and there were a lot of people listening to this. Like, sh- I was like 17, 18. I was I weighed maybe one hundred and forty pounds. But there were a lot of people listening and the to TV this. TV probably weighed one hundred forty pounds. But there are a lot of people listening to the show who just said, "What Kmart? What is that?" A lot of people probably went home with broken screens. I, you know what? But you, but you just got your old man moment right there. You're one of your first because oh, that, there are a lot of people. Once that don't pass, know what the fuck Kmart is. <laughs> Once you get over 30 years old, there's a lot of old man moments. Yeah, but this is one of your first because Kmart is just sort of on the cusp of yeah. something that, yeah. like if you ask like someone who's 16 right now what Kmart is, they'd be like, what? I remember Montgomery Ward. That was still a thing. <laughs> Montgomery Ward. That's where I got my first 13-inch TV <laughs> I, with the buttons I, that went channel 2 to channel 13. Those I, are the only buttons on the TV. 2, 3, 4, 5, all the way to 13. I remember Sam Goody. <laughs> oh, Sam Goody. <laughs> All right. So, Ben, where would you rate that shot on our Thurston Goal rating scale of shots? I'm going to give it an eight. I would also give it an eight as well. I was actually thinking an eight also. Um, it was it was actually... It was really good? It, it was a sweet It was sweet and sour, which was nice. I thought it was going to be too sweet, but that lemonade actually made it sour enough, and then that sour apple liqueur added a little bit extra at the end, so very nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was, the flavor was awesome. Uh, you know, it just it looked like there was a, a little bit of a brain or some type of a tumor floating in the middle of it there. Yeah, it looked a little disgusting. Yeah, it was, it was, but it was an awesome flavor, so... There's other things that it looked like too <laughs> so please give Fran a credit for these he does it every week for you for our listeners out there. not for me but for you he comes up with a new shot every single week and it's not an easy thing to do so please 
you know, give him the credit he deserves for it's this. Easy. It's easy. It's not. <laughs> Friday was next up on the big board. Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week, which is our third Japanese whiskey Overall, I don't think we've had too many Japanese whiskeys on there. I think it's the third one that we've tried so far. We haven't been huge fans of the last couple that we tried, but this one is a peated pure malt whiskey. So I'm sure we'll enjoy it. All right. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our pure malt whiskey. All right, and we are back, and I'm sure Ben has had. You didn't hear that click when one, I hit when I hit that when I hit the record. You didn't hear that click. One too many shots for tonight. He's hearing things now. <laughs> well, I heard it in the beginning. I actually, I did, I did kind of hear it, but it kind of disappeared. I don't hear it anymore. But uh, Ben, tonight we have this Japanese whiskey is the Munch Show Peated Pure Malt Whiskey, and I'm sure we will enjoy it because we love our peated whiskeys for sure. Not a lot of information out there in the universe. For the Moncho Peated Pure Malt Whiskey. But we got a little bit of info. Uh, this is from Japan. It's a real Japanese whiskey. It's Peated Pure Malt Whiskey blended by master distillers at the base of the Japanese Alps. Pure water used comes from the snow melt of the mountains. It is smooth, balanced, and easy drinking with a note of smoke. Enjoy on the rocks or neat. The brand is Mancho. The country is Japan. The spirit type is Japanese whiskey. The ABV, 43%, so about 86 proof on this one. The taste is rich, fruit, spice, more fruit, <laughs> and balanced. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of info on this one. No, no, not, not too much info. I mean, it was highly rated at Total Wine. And I see you have your Total Wine uh, selected yeah. as the Woodland Hills location, Ben. Yeah, and I and I the of course Northridge, the Northridge location way better. It is it is a little further for me. It is it is it is. But I mean the layout of the store in Northridge is way better than Woodland Hills. Yeah, I mean every time I go to it the is, one in Woodland Hills, little, I always walk into the the restaurant it's, it's, area. It's, it's a little haphazard. When I try to exit, I'm like, oh, I'm in the restaurant again. And okay. the Thousand Oaks one is even worse. I'm like, why am I in a restaurant? They're like, no, no, the exit's over there. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah, see, well, that's the problem. Why don't you put the register? Like, usually you, you exit the a register. Hard to find parking. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't like it. So, why did you purchase this particular whiskey um, for tonight? I mean, we haven't had too many uh, Japanese whiskeys on the show, but once I saw this one was peated, I was like, you know what? We have to try a pen because everything that's peated, we have to try. That is true. And and in front of are you still a fan of the Pete? Yeah, I am actually. It's, I feel it's like just, you're still it, it, more no, a no, fan no, no. of the smooth. I mean, I'm Blend Levitt twelve look, if, type. If, if, if it is sit back in your if rocking peated, chair. If it's peated and smoky and smooth, then I'm happy with it because it just adds an extra layer of excitement. Yeah, that's why I got you the 120 proof for your it, that, Christmas present because I wanted it to bow. And, and I do appreciate that, Ben, the Nadura. But I wanted it to bang you in the offering. back of the head. And it did. I mean, we tried it and it, it really did. I mean, it it, it 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 punches you in the back of the throat for sure. It punches your nostrils. Let's give this one a sniff. Oh, it smells like a Japanese whiskey. It's soft. Not much going on there. But it smells sharp. Got a little peat. Got is, a little smoke. But it's fruity. It has a little bit of sweetness to it. 
Get a little bit of rock fruit. <laughs> stone. The stone fruit. Yeah. Stone fruit. <laughs> I do. I get a little stone fruit. How's that? that boulder fruit? <laughs> those, <laughs> rock those fruits. Fruit. <laughs> those fruits with those boulders. <laughs> this, this apple is very heavy. No, but it is. It is. This plum, it feels <laughs> like it's four pounds. There's a rock in the middle of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like crying because <laughs> you did the same thing <laughs> last week too. Wait, what did I do last week? You said the same thing, rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> so I got <laughs> It's a heavy peach. It's peach. <laughs> no, but I get a little bit of um, <laughs> a little bit of apple. <laughs> Jan Sturgen, he's lifting fifty rock fruit peaches. Oh, it's All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's only fifty peaches. It's fifty hundred kilos. No, but it's actually it's uh. It's very fruity though. I mean, it's it's soft, but there's a lot of fruit. Oh my god! Uh, uh, <laughs> boulder fruit <laughs> coming from the. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> all right, sorry, folks. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Cheers. All right, cheers. Okay, one more time. Uh, all, right. all right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Rock fruit. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm snorting in the, the microphone now. All right. Uh, All right let's taste it. Let's yeah, taste yeah. it. Sorry, okay, guys. Let's sorry. Let's give it a shot, Ben. Ah. <laughs> so, sorry, I got a little bit of allergies. Uh, so yeah. All right. Boulder fruit going down right now. All right. Cheers. All right. Cheers. My eyes are watering. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Oh, it's hard to be serious now. Okay. It's okay. It's got a little sweetness. <laughs> it's got a little sweetness. It's got a lot of peat. Actually, it's got a lot actually, more peat than I expected. Actually, I, expect, I expected a little bit more peat. I mean, it hits you with the, it hits you with the sweetness. For a Japanese whiskey, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, for a Japanese whiskey, a lot of them are, are really soft, heat with a little bit of sweetness, and it has a little bit of peatiness on the finish. But um, but it's better, though. It's better, though, than some of the other the other offerings that we did try. Oh, yeah. That were way too soft. And you were, you were just trying to find some sort of flavor in those, whereas this one. I like the peat in this, in this, this particular one. This, this one does have a little bit of kick to it. Compared to some of the other ones. Excuse me. There's, there's yeah, the some... rock fruit really comes through. Like a plum or... I think it's a little... Actually, I think it's actually, plummy. There's actually a nice, a nice bit of spice on the finish, too. There's just a little yeah. bit of spice on the back of the tongue. It hits you with the sweetness, then a little bit of the peat, then a little bit of the spice. It's actually the... This is probably... Because of all the flavors coming through, it's probably the best uh, yeah. oh, Japanese sure. whiskey for that sure. we've had. It's yeah. not like a, it's not like an Isla Scotch or even some of the other whiskeys that we've tried that have been, you know, 
forcibly peated. Um, but this one, it's in forcibly it's, peated. I mean, it, well, I mean, you, 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 you know, from Isla Scotches, you expect peat, but like, there are other. It's like a Netflix special. <laughs> I'm forcing you to peat. <laughs> forcibly peated. I, it is, but but seriously, but with subtitles. But this one is, um, it's good. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah. I mean, it, it, no, it is good. It is yeah. good. Hmm. I mean, it's got some nice, smooth. It's also got a no, nice, it's, it's, full mouthfeel. I mean, it has a really robust feel in the mm-hmm, mouth. Mm-hmm. It hits my tongue, hits every quadrant of my tongue: the front, the side, the other side, the back, and both sides of the back. I mean, it really hits every quadrant or whatever, <laughs> whatever octa octa quadrant of my tongue. Yeah, no, but it, it is. It is. Um, I mean, it's semi-complex. I would say, you know, I mean, it's like you, you. The first sip was interesting. The second one was, yeah, pretty similar. I mean, you know, there's there's certain flavors there. You get the sweetness, you get the peatiness, you get the spiciness at the back of the throat. But I just wish it had a little bit more peat than it does have. I wish it just to hit you a little bit more, sort of in the middle range. You know, interesting. But I mean, for a Japanese, I almost team, feel like it has too much peat. Really, I don't see. I'm not getting that. Not, I'm not too, getting that. Not too much peat, generally speaking, but too much peat for the accompanying flavors. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like the peat is a little forced. See, I'm not getting that. Actually, I, w- I was hoping for a little bit more peatiness to it. Maybe I'm just getting more of the stone fruit and the. <laughs> the but it, it feels like it goes right from a little Those bit of sweet and boulder fruits, <laughs> boulder fruits, a little bit of sweet, and then it just the peat just comes. Yeah, but right I'm, I'm just happy you. that there's not it's not overly sweet. Like some of the Japanese whiskeys are overly sweet. Yeah, and it really punches you at the front of the tongue with that sweetness. sweetness whereas this one is of, uh, has, has just the right amount of uh, sweetness with that bit of peatiness and then that spiciness to finish it off. I just wish I had a little bit more peat in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I am getting a different flavor profile, which I guess is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Finally, we have a difference. Mm-hmm. Well, where'd you rate this, Ben? Um, <laughs> on our Thurston Goal rating scale of <sighs> browns, it's uh, I feel like it's a, it's a little simple for for not not for everyone, mm-hmm. but for me, it feels sort yeah, of I'm just not a big simple. I'm just not, I mean, I. I you know, I'm not a big, I'm not it's a huge like, fan. It's like, here's the flavor, here's the flavor, whiskeys. that's it. Like, yeah. flavor, flavor, like, it's very uh, distinct in mm. in the few flavors that it, it puts forth. Yeah. So I would probably give it around a six. Yeah, I was going to give it a seven. I would say a seven. I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's enjoyable. I just wish it had just a little bit more peat to it because I, I you know Japanese whiskeys are always so soft and almost boring well I was hoping this one would be a little bit more exciting it's just not where I thought it would be all right Franny <laughs> <laughs> so the next offering I don't think will have any stone fruit or rock fruit yeah, in it or boulder fruit <laughs> boulder fruit. yeah but this um, so we apologize I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'm gonna get any more Japanese whiskeys after this I don't know I thought this would be the best 
of them all because of the peatiness it, to it. I mean, I like it. I mean, oh, I like it good. more Don't than the other. I would drink it if it were if it were in the good. house next to, you know, a couple cheap bourbons. I would drink this over no, that. Pro- probably, but if it's next to, you know, the Ardbeg or the Lagavulin oh, well, yeah, or one of those. Of I mean, you know, you're going to drink those before you would drink this. So, I mean. Yeah, it just feels a little forced. It feels yeah. like uh, to me it doesn't seem forced. I just wish it was actually I wish it was more forced and I wish there was more peat in the middle. More boulders. <laughs> in the taste. Exactly. There. All right, Friday was next up on the big board. Uh next up on the big board, Ben. It's our beer of the week from Scotland. Our first Scottish beer. All right, we'll be right back with what Scotland Scotland does not do best.
Thank you.